Yes, hello, I am James Rowlands, and today it's the WNR 405. It's WWE Royal Rumble 2022. And after the fantastic live show, I can actually happily say the whole team is back. So I have the pleasure to be joined by first up, it's Monty. How are you doing? I'm back. I'm, I'm ready, happy. To, I'm, I'm, I'm happy, but I'm really, really excited to launch because I got a lot to say. So I'm just, let's get right to it. Man. I'm, here, I'm back, happy to be back here, of course. But man, do I have a lot to say after this show. <laughs> uh, of course, by my side for every WWE event, it is Jaxie. How are you going? Oh, I'm doing well. I am ready to get sunk into this. That was the Royal Rumble. <laughs> and of course, becoming, like we say, a regular here on the WWE podcast, it is Genius Gina. How are you? Hello, hello, gang. I'm good, thank you. I'm excited to hear your views, and I'm excited to try and not swear as much so my dad's not mad at me. Yeah, yeah we, we, got, we, we got an airfall. <laughs> I didn't realise he was listening to the whole thing, and we definitely just got an airfall. He was like, he didn't, he didn't even know that we knew that many swear words. Oh, honestly, you, I mean, Jaxie, you were like Pulp Fiction listening to it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Dad. Thousand pardons. I love you with all my yeah, heart. Sorry, Dad. Sorry, Dad. Love you. The, the reason, <laughs> my favourite bit of the podcast probably ever is when Jaxie called Charlotte a cunt. That is, that is got to be <laughs> top five moment. My dad heard that. Oh, sorry, Dad. dad. Really sorry, Dad. <laughs> oh yeah, thanks, thanks for letting me relive that. I learned I learned that word from James. Just so you know. Yeah, well, <laughs> you are what you eat, I suppose. But anyway. What we talk about, uh, me, like WWE, it is one of those moments where I like first time ever's. And it, this is, for the first time ever, like we said, the people that did the live show are actually going to review the entire event. So this should be great. And considering we spent 90 minutes on Rumble mini games, hopefully it pays off at the end as well. <laughs> and another thing that I really enjoyed, uh, we all live tweeted during the event. I thought it was actually really fun on Twitter. Monday, I'll start with you. How did you experience Rumble Night just through Twitter? Oh, man, it was exciting. Uh, you know, uh, I, 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 I live tweet every now and then. This, this, it felt good. It was a big night. Everyone was active, and uh, there was a lot going on. And, yeah, this is the most fun I've had on social media in a while, you know, getting, getting my opinions out there and just reacting to the, to the action with everyone. You know, it felt like a nice community together on my timeline. And I, I had fun. You know, I, I must say that that, all, that enhanced the experience and uh you know i can't wait to do it again for another uh you know show maybe for the maybe for revolution so yeah I, i'm enjoying uh that was a really really underrated i didn't expect it going into it but it was really fun now that i think back on live tweeting during the show yeah and i mean Jax, did you find there wasn't a lot of dickheads around either if they did we didn't really see a lot of their tweets <laughs> I was just about to say that I, I don't really feel like I saw a lot of uh, their tweets. So if they were being dicks, they were being silent dicks, which is which is rare, you know. So that's the way we prefer them. Yeah, I mean, I definitely um, was live tweeting throughout a majority of it, um, and yeah, just had some fun with Monty on online. Had some fun with others. Um, you know, shout out to some of my fellow O Face Wrestling team, uh, Bree D. Um, and Tim definitely had a lot of fun tweeting with them as well. So it was great. And Gina, no, absolutely. Yeah, Gina is. So I'm just I'm so tired <laughs> still. I'll explain in a minute why I am tired. But Gina, you don't really on Twitter that often. 
Did you find the experience quite nice as well? I think we all joined. It's kind of like a team effort as well in the end, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was really fun. I definitely don't get to live tweet as often anymore. During the first part of the pandemic, I got a bit of a taster for it. Um, but since going back to work, I've not really had the opportunity to watch live and tweet along at the same time. So getting the opportunity to do it this this week with the Royal Rumble is really, really fun. I didn't come across any dickheads on there either. Um, and yeah, it was just nice to connect with friends that I felt like I made last year when live tweeting. So it was just nice to have all of that together in one place again. Yeah, they really, really good stuff. I, I was live tweeting, but I did conk out about the time big time Bex made her entrance. But I did have a good excuse because I had to get up early uh, to buy a suit because Jared, who used to co-host this very podcast, is actually getting married next weekend. Uh, so oh, congratulations to Jared. Amy, have a wonderful day. Yes, congrats, Jared. That's lovely. I can play him that now at the wedding and, and not talk about the podcast, but say it's about him, you know, just be like, look what we did here. Um, and again, people wondering, <laughs> what about the other co-host where Dan was? We've not spoken to him since September, so you make your mind up. But again, we don't hold any ill grudges whatsoever. And don't worry about the show because I rewatched it the next day. The one problem with live tweeting, I was making notes. And with the women's, I was doing the numbers, and it went from, I don't know, one, two, three, four, five was right, and then it went five to 30. And I thought, I've missed out a chunk here. I'd, I had to go back and make sure I caught it. Uh, and we did do three and a half hours of live show. So that it is the actual event, and what better way to kick off than with kickoff, of course, January 29th. Uh, Caleb Braxton hosted the show uh, with Jerry Loyal, Booker T, Kevin Patrick and Peter Roseberg. Now, be honest with me. I'll start with you, Monty. Did you watch the entire kickoff? <laughs> no, 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 no. I didn't. I never do, actually. I re- and especially when they don't have a match or if I don't hear about a match like or something, uh, I probably won't catch it. Uh, I-, I did catch the end of it, though, and I saw that, that nice video package that they replayed for Brock and Bobby Lashley. That's pretty much the only part of the kickoff show. I saw, but yeah, I usually avoid the kickoff show like the play because I really don't care what the old heads and Kayla have to say about these matches usually. But that's me. <laughs> well, the thing is, I, I have I have to go through it just for my own personal. I, I think I am ill, really, the amount of wrestling I try and watch. Uh, but with JBL not there as talking <laughs> head, you kind of worry. I wonder if he said anything online recently that we don't know about just yet, or, or you know, or another thing. But I'm sure he just took the time off. Like we said, we see Sonia Deville joining yeah. the panel, explaining jacket on and jacket off, very, very easy, and a few uh, video packages as well. But uh, we talk about the Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar one. Jax, you were a huge fan of that, weren't you? Oh my gosh, massive fan. Um, I talked about it a lot in the live show. So I I felt like the package was really well put together. It really helped to sort of shape Bobby Lashley as as a beast, which is what he ultimately is, just like Brock is. So it felt really nice to kind of actually have a decent amount of ample time to show, you know, what Bobby has accomplished so far and what he can continue to accomplish. Um, I definitely felt like this was... Uh, the the most anticipated match for me if we're if we're excluding the rumbles because everyone always anticipates those um out of the, all of the singles matches that were on the match card this one for me was my most anticipated 
Yeah, well, and it was brilliant to see. And then we get the uh, main cast started with the Rumble promo video. And, of course, we're actually in the stadium as well, or dome or whatever you want to call it. I thought the setting was brilliant. Gina, what do you think? We're actually back at a proper WWE event, and it felt like a Big Four event as well. It did. It really did feel like a, a bigger event because of our previous maybe one or two Royal Rumbles. It's been very, very quiet. So this one did feel like that much more of a bigger deal. And just seeing the stadium sort of from like on my TV, it looked so packed out. I was I was so jealous that I wasn't there. I really wish I was there because I could imagine just the atmosphere itself was enough to get you excited if you weren't necessarily that excited um, for what WWE had to plan. Um, I still would have been excited just from the atmosphere of being there. Yeah, without that, I mean, there's a lot of stuff WWE does wrong, but no one can put on a show that looks kind of grandiose and uh, as big as I think WWE does. The pomp and circumstance. And then to start us off, was Universal Championship Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins, with Roman Reigns making his way out first. And I did wonder why, until the Shields music hit, and then Seth and his old Shield gear uh, came out, and I lost my shit. Now, who is with me? I'll, I'll go round in a circle. Monty, what was your reaction when you heard the Shield theme and then saw Seth? I, I think I tweeted in capital letters, the Shield music, oh shit, because that's literally <laughs> what I said. I tweeted it out word for word because that that was my reaction. Like I just, I love the pettiness. Like I'm a petty person, so it's just when the, when the music hit and then he came out. Like the only thing that would have made it better, I've seen other people already tweeted out, is if he would have went on, went all the way and hit the blonde streak. Yeah. <laughs> you know, also like he could have been even more petty, but it just worked out perfectly and. When you think about the story they told in the promo leading up to this match and just, uh, you know, what all of that symbolized, even wearing the vest, coming out, he even rolled over the barricade perfectly yeah. like he used to. It just, it was just so much nostalgia there. And it was just perfect. It was perfect, man. Well, the thing is as well, Jack, see, it's like you expect the, the crowd to be into it, but like the pop, and it's just the entrance. And I think he even said, careful that we don't peak too soon here because it was just mental. And it didn't done anything yet. <laughs> I mean, definitely. But again, I have to agree with Monty, like in terms of when it comes to wrestling, I'm a little bit petty. Like I, I, These little petty things get to me. And Seth is the epitome of it. And just coming out with that, if he, like Monty said, if he'd have come out with the blonde streak too, that would have just been like beautiful, like the, the cherry on top of the cake. I got goosebumps when I heard, uh, you know, uh, Sierra, Re- Romeo and all this um, me and uh, Gina were together so we both just kind of lost our shit at the same time and if you ever are around twins who lose their shit don't expect it to be quiet because it's not so we were definitely pumped right from the get go of Seth coming out and just throughout the whole match he was just a big mind fuck but it was in the greatest way possible it was like playing 2k 15 with them in a shield outfit it's brilliant like you can really reference it uh we got onto the match though and the visionary used his quickness to take control early he looked confident as he hit a sling blade and clothesline reigns over the top rope he lined up and nailed him with a pair of suicide dives the tribal chief caught with an uppercut as he tried to springboard into the ring and he followed up with a drive-by drop kick Rollins regained control and hit a power bomb through the announce table. They try and call it shield power bomb, but with the other two, I'm not buying it. It's just a power bomb. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Reigns 
avoiding a Phoenix <laughs> splash. When he tried to hit Spear, Rollins kicked him in the face. He hit a buckle bomb followed by a stomp for a close two count. The champion closed on to give himself a little breather room. As Reigns began to take over, he slowed the pace and dished out punishment slowly. And before he threw Rollins into the timekeeper's area and the still stairs for drilling with Superman punch. Rollins counted the spear into a pedigree but got near full. The tribal chief eventually hit the spear, but as he went for the cover, the rival Ooh. just laughed at him. And Reigns grabbed him to get the team, but Rollins barely made it to the ropes. The title holder refused to release the hold and got himself disqualified. And as Rollins got to his feet, Reigns assaulted him with a steel chair. He beat the visionary down with a dozen shots. The crowd booed him as loud as it could. So, thoughts, Gina, what do you think of that match? It was absolutely awesome. Just as Monty and Jaxie said, Roman's face when that shield music dropped was just like the cherry on the tree. Literally, Seth's pettiness is my spirit animal. But um, the match itself was great. I, I didn't expect them to give a bad match. They both can wrestle so well. And, I mean, I don't want to say I was annoyed with the outcome. I just rolled my eyes because when it comes to WWE, you just, when you see a disqualification happen, you just throw your hands in the air like, give up. <laughs> but that's because they use it too often. If they didn't use a disqualification so often in their matches, that the ending of this match would have been absolutely perfect. Um, and I can understand why they went with the way that they did. So I'm not too angry about the match, but it's just, you know, an eye roll at the, the DQ. They may as well just let him do a roll-up pin and leave it as that. So <laughs> definitely enjoyed the match, though, definitely. And I feel sorry for my neighbours who had to listen to me and my sister watching it. <laughs> no, if we just jump on the bandwagon there and just also say, yeah, uh, anything but, like, even a roll-up pin, I think would have even come across better than a DQ. I just lately because they use DQ finishes so often on normal shows, let alone now coming to their premium live event. I did that in an in inadverted commas, by the way. Um, I just like think that a DQ finish just comes across as lazy booking. So I just wanted to add on that. No, no, but the thing is, for me, I had to calm down. So after Seth came out in shield gear, it took me like, you know, five minutes to kind of go, okay, settle down, settle down. And I thought, I don't know about you, Monty, as well, the chemistry between these two, they've only had a couple of single matches, obviously, you know, been together for that amount of time. It was perfect. I could watch a series of these matches and probably not get bored with how on point it was. Yeah, they didn't miss a beat. You Like you said, you would think they fought hundreds of times. You know, kind of like him and Brock. You would think they've had the matches that him and Brock has had at this point. But, you know, uh, no, uh, like you said, they've fought rarely. And Seth has always gotten the better of them. So I love that. I love that story. Like, I love the story that they told, basically. That's the only reason why I can – I was conflicted about the DQ because I don't like it either. But it's just like I don't mind it because it was more so like I'm getting DQ because, now nah, I'm I'm sick of this. He deserved more than just me beating him. And, like, because Seth played with his emotions. Like, no one has ever gotten to Roman like that. So I love the story. What happened later on in the night really soured me more on the DQ, honestly, in my opinion. But I'll leave it alone. I'll leave that for later. But what I want to say about, like you said, the match, they just have perfect chemistry. The she, the, the callbacks. Like, when Seth Rollins hit his combo, which was, the, was like the turnbuckle bomb, and then right into the, the uh, stomp. And Roman kicked out that first false finish. And it was just like, oh, my God. Like, I thought it was over. Yeah. I legit thought self squashed Roman at that point. <laughs> but, you know, Roman did the fight back. Like, he had me. They had me hooked that much. That was such a close fall as well. Like, Roman literally, like, 
jumped out at like 99.9 seconds, you yes. know? Right, it was on cue, it was point, it was perfect, and like they had another, I think, like you said, the very first, as a matter of fact, the finish of it, with Seth making it to the ropes in the first place because it looked like he was unconscious, and then the he grabbed the rope. The yeah. ref helped him, we all saw it. <laughs> the ref definitely helped him. Just saying. But still, I'm helped just him. saying, it was still a good false finish, even mm-hmm. though when Roman ended up, it ended up being the finish, so it don't really count. But you know what I mean? It was still peak dramatics. Like I said, believe it or not, I thought this was the peak of this show. And like, it the was ref helping him is a conspiracy. <laughs> conspiracy <laughs> against him, okay? The ref started it. Well, he left him for the authority. He still got a little stroke, okay? You remember that? Of course, except, mate, they got to help out. Roman had stroke, self had stroke. I mean, he's the top two guys in the uh, in the company. I I love this match, honestly, even with the finish. I take this match any day because it was just perfect when you think about just the overall story. Because if you think back, no one deserves an ass whooping more than Seth Rollins, honestly. So, and But you think about how we still turned and end up hating Roman in the end? It felt almost genius how they did that. Did anybody feel at any point when Reigns was just continuing to attack Rollins that they might just go... Oh, okay. Referee reverses decision. Rollins is his champ from that. I was like, <laughs> I, for a second, I thought they're not going to do that here, are they? Because the beating was a continued. But I think it made, like we said, Rollins a face, and and Reigns kind of cemented his place. But again, it's just annoying. It's a big four event, and your first match, a match that you look forward to, and it's DQ. And you just fuck it. You just want to shake them sometimes, and that's that's the only problem. The match itself, like we said, was brilliant. Um, I'm going to give the match four and a half out of five. Uh, Monty, what are you going to score it? Yeah, I can't give it a perfect, even though, like I said, I think it told, it told like a perfect story. But when the DQ finished, four out of five is probably the fairest thing you can give it. And even though I enjoyed it genuinely, like I think every moment of the match I liked and, you know, up until the finish. So, yeah, 4.5. Jackson, we're going to score out of five. Yeah, I have to agree with uh, Monty on this one. I'm, I rated it four out of five as well. I think it was just like as much as I think and agree that the the ending left um, of the match kind of went with the uh, aesthetic of the story. The DQ finishes have been so overused that it kind of took away from the performance of both men. So for me, it did have to knock it down a notch. Um, so I'll give it a four out of five. Gina? I'm going to go with the other two, and I'm just going to say four out of five as well for the exact same reasons. No problem. Well, polls for that. Roman Reigns got 58.5%. Uh, obviously, Rollins with the rest. I'm not going to work it out. Uh, as we got their predictions, we all went Roman, so we all got fuck all from that. Zero across <laughs> the boards. Uh, to start with yep. good old DQ finish <laughs> that's the most annoying in predictions because no one in prediction history I've been in predictions for like 7 years I've never put a DQ I'm in no contest DQ. or count out yeah who does that it just no sounds contest. weird right <laughs> no one wants a DQ man it doesn't matter who's going who's fighting <laughs> well we move on and it is the women's royal rumble we will look at mini games as well, so I hope everybody's got their picks with them, just in case I miss anything out. But I have gone through with a fine tooth comb to work out. Okay, points. hold on a second, Gina. Do you have our list still? Because I think I left it at yours. 
and I'm back in London. <laughs> yeah, so, I've got the list. I've got the thank list. Thank you. Thank okay. you for iPhone notes. So we're going to start off. <laughs> <laughs> start off the Women's Royal Rumble match. And at number one, it was Sasha Banks. So <clears throat> it was... Yep. <laughs> It was a bonus point to me because I actually picked Banks as number mm-hmm. one. Um, but it was G- Gina. What did you think uh. when you saw Tasha Banks? <laughs> I honestly wanted to cry. Mm. I just wanted to cry. Um, I, but don't I get me go- wrong, her cosplay was amazing. Shout out yes. to her cosplay. Awesome. Shout out to her oh, man because you know yeah. that her man did her cosplay. It was sick. Yeah. Banks all the way. Oh, Makazi's great, though. Yeah, he is. He's so talented. Um, I would just like to say that my sister, straight away the, when that music hit, just could not <laughs> have turned her head so quickly at me. My eyes were rolling to the back of my head, and I thought, oh, just kill me now. Why am I here? Like, note to self, don't sit with your sister for Royal Rumble <laughs> next year. <laughs> well, I could not be quiet about it. <laughs> I just, I was going, oh, because it adds an extra layer, especially with these mini games, but you go, oh, fucking, that's bad. Like, I feel for you in, uh, <laughs> number two was Melina, uh, and of course, a surprise entrant in the Royal Rumble, and of course, she was dumped out for the next entrant. Uh, I hope it was <laughs> worth it for her. And we on Twitter, Gal Kim Get had a go. Gal Kim had a go at uh, Sasha Banks for doing the splits when Melina got eliminated, yeah. but Melina was doing it on the floor. So I don't know, Monty, yes. that's fair game, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, they should have kept the camera longer on Melina, honestly, is my opinion. Uh, mm-hmm. Honestly, but that's besides the point. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Hopefully, I guess in the old school mind state of things, you would hope that Sasha would probably discuss something like that. Because I know how it is. I know how wrestling politics traditionally are. You know, I guess that's gimmick infringement or kind of showing someone up. I guess maybe it's how Gail Kim see it. But honestly, I, I thought it was lighthearted at best. You know, Sasha, you know, was having fun at that point. But I, I didn't take it that seriously. But if, if you did, I guess, you know, take I mean, it on. Can I just add on that real quick, Monty? Because uh, I didn't take it that way in the slightest. And if anyone remembers or goes back to 2018 Royal Rumble, Sasha Banks and Oscar were taking the mick out of their own gimmicks carmella took the mick out of nikki bella for and like you know mimicked john cena if these people can't really if, if these wrestlers can't actually like handle a little bit of like uh gagging every now and again you know to show to show yeah. confidence uh especially when it comes to their character you know their character across then they really shouldn't be in that type of business if they're going to be that sensitive so I didn't take it that way, and I don't even think Melina did. It might have been just Gail Kim. Well, the thing is, right. if you can't laugh at yourself, you can't laugh at anybody. You know, I think that, that'd be fair. Right. Uh, anyway, Tamina was number three. Yay, said no one. But Team Bad reunion, you know, crazy. Number four, Kelly Kelly. Now, Jackson, you asked if this was <clears> Kelly <throat> Kelly. I wondered if she was hanging around with Matt Riddle. Um, how can we put this delicately? Honestly. <laughs> 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 I, I don't feel like it was her. Like, I'm sorry, but uh, again, in preparation, m- my sister and I were doing a lot of, like, pr- watching some of the f- past female Royal Rumbles. We did watch the 2018 one really recently. And it's not just because of the change in hair colour, but honestly, it it looked like a complete different person. <laughs> like, I wouldn't even say that that looked like her twin. 
because it didn't like I I'm really sorry if it was her and she's maybe just had some work done or something but it honestly it was like a, looking at Khloe Kardashian and seeing a new picture and she looks completely different again she looked, she it looked just didn't shocked look. by her entrance I think would be fair she yeah. had that kind of you know she was surprised Kelly Kelly is when I realized they were done running to the ring as entrances I was like why, why is she taking so she was just relaxed she just had her arms out walking and I was like so we just we're not running to the ring for the rumble anymore are we well, I mean, Melina like... entrance took a while too, so I was just like, "What's going on?" Yeah, Melina had that badass look with the red carpet. She needed longer, and and <laughs> and that's why she came out at number two, so everyone could appreciate that entrance. Usually, you think only uh, like one and two get their like full right. entrance, you know? Yeah, usually, right. That's all I was thinking. Well, the funny thing about Kevin Kelly as well, the thing I like about her the most, her real name is uh, Barbie Blank, which is fantastic. It's really yes. real names, authentic name, man. authentic that's government. I can't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> Number five is Numph. Numph again, her real yeah. liar, as she goes now, or Leo, however you want to pronounce it. Number six was Liv Morgan. So Numph people... annoyed me. People she think annoyed she's me. Win are in trouble. Who annoyed you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Numph. Numph. Oh, yeah, because I was expecting her to be chucked out right away, and she stayed. <laughs> <laughs> Well, up next. Oh man, wait till Natalia comes. Up next, number oh, seven. Monty's lucky number was Zelina yeah. Vega, and Monty's jinx continued as his lucky number kicked out Gina's choice, Sasha Banks, to a chorus of booze. Gina, why would you yeah. do that to you? It was a conspiracy theory. He hatched the plan with Sami Zayn. Is conspiracy against me and Sasha Banks. Monty <laughs> is being put in that same bracket with the with the referee who helped Seth Rollins. However, can we just <laughs> real quick shout out to Zel- Queen Zelina for that amazing badass Madara Uchia cosplay? Yeah, I, oh my god, I was fangirling hard. Right, yeah. I was just I was gonna say like I thought it was just poetic because. She kind of like the anime nerd in me. Like, Madara probably would be Sailor Moon. I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah that's the anime nerd in me. But yeah, I, I yeah. appreciated it. I appreciated seeing Zelina there. I wasn't expecting it, but honestly, it could have been a whole lot worse, honestly, for me. And she, she, like I told y'all during the match, she really impressed me because she lasted a lot longer than I was expecting. But yeah, I, I, I was happy. I was happy. Well, after laughing at Gina's pick being uh, eliminated, it was my <laughs> pick, Bianca Belair, next. And I thought, oh, fuck it. That serves me. Oh, right. yeah. Uh, number right? nine was pick. Dana Brooke. She got saved by Reggie, but no woman needs saving by a man. Thank you very much. Uh, number yeah. two was Jaxie's lucky number, Michelle McC- uh, at further way through, she dumped out Brooke Deville at eleven, but she had the jacket on, so she joined mm-hmm. commentary number twelve. Uh, Natalia, um, for a second, I thought Nat <laughs> took out the EST with Tamina, but luckily not. It was just Tamina. Uh, Thirteen, unlucky for some, was Cameron. Somebody called my mama, uh, former Funkadactyl mm-hmm. with Naomi, of course, brought the rage out of Sonya after being told on commentary. <laughs> Uh, and eliminate her, and then Naomi number fourteen, and she gets revenge on her former partner, and a bonus point for Gina, Jaxie, and Monty by kicking out Deville. So I guess you're all happy yeah. with yourselves at that point. Yeah, I knew that was going to happen. It was only right, man. It was only right. A hundred and fifty some days, like please, like yeah. she need all the heat she can get back. 
<laughs> I also wasn't expecting Cameron out just before, so that just really added to the story as well. Yeah. And I was like, as soon as Naomi's music hit, I was like, come get her, girl. Come on. And they weren't done either. They weren't even done. No, they're not, they're but... not even done. Well, halfway through, we get Carmella. Uh, number 16 was last year's runner-up, Rhea Ripley, to a great response. She eliminated the tag champs at the same time. Number 17 was Charlotte. Uh, I still can't get used to be the champion in the Rumble match. Uh, I could hear the <laughs> cheers from uh, from Jaxie when she did make her entrance. Queen made quick work of Nymph, giving her a wedgie as well. Then as Naomi was hanging on the bottom rope, Deville got yep. her own back. Uh, listen, over. Are we happy, Jaxie? Are we happy this story is continuing? Kind of, yeah, because it is actually built on, um, uh, grown on me, if only because of the continuous response that Naomi is getting from this. And if this doesn't, like this whole sort of storyline doesn't actually end up leading her into a title run of some sorts, then I'll be shocked and I'll probably end up going back to being pissy again. But right now, (laughs) this building tension, this building that's working with uh, with Sonia, I think Sonia could like could actually be really decent in the ring if she actually was in matches. So if they're going to continue that and actually have them dealing with matches, I'm not going to complain. The match on Friday, on the Friday before on the SmackDown before Royal Rumble was really good between them. So you know, I'll take another match between them, especially if it means that I see Naomi get to kick her ass again. No, uh, that number eighteen was Ivory, and she looked. As right sense for Ivory. Can you believe she is mm-hmm. 60 years old? 60 years old. Six. Amazing. Uh, still she has not aged one bit. Nope. She has not aged. Nope. I was, say? <laughs> I was about to say, no. Anyway, still great on the mic. Uh, I really enjoyed mm-hmm. this as Ripley picked her up, plopped her out, tapped her on the head. Whilst Ivory was on the mic, how dare you? This was actually a classic <laughs> moment in the Royal Rumble. Uh, and then number 19, Brie Mode. And what a lovely response and a yes chance. Of course, she uh, originated as well. Uh, up next at number 20, it is Gina's lucky number. And we get hardcore country with the belt getting cheered. There was a tear in my eye as an Impact fan. Uh, did anybody else realize? Oh, I don't say realize what big moment. This was a huge moment, wasn't it, Monty? Yeah, it was, uh, it, was <laughs> it was big time. You know, uh, the fact that not, not only did she get a chance to wear it out there, you know, she uh, they they acknowledged it. Impact World Champ, you know, Women's Champion on on commentary, and you know, and talked and they actually bigged her up and said it was nothing that she hasn't accomplished in WWE. So they really tried to put her over. If you listen to what they were saying on commentary, and and it was just amazing to see the, to hear the crowd. Everyone was just happy. You could just see how happy the crowd was. You could hear it, how happy the crowd was to see her, hear that song in particular, not hear the old Mickey Jane instrumental, you know what I mean? And, you know, not forcing her to go into, like, a different gimmick. Like, I, yeah. I thought that was the, the best. I thought it was very tasteful, you know what I mean? I, I thought it was great. I actually really appreciated the fact that WWE let her come out as her impact character, not yeah. her WWE one. It just shows, like, there's a little bit of growth there, you know? Yeah, without doubt. It's, right, it's, baby steps. Baby yeah, steps. It's a step up from, like I said, the <laughs> um, black sack of stuff. But again, like I said, small steps. And Mickey James got revenge on Michelle McCall for being called Piggy James. Yes, way I back like that when. too. Yeah, it was great. That. Nice great callback. callback. Uh, yes, so Gina got mine out. <laughs> yeah, Gina's lucky number dumped out Jaxie's. Discuss. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was inevitable, though. 
I knew I got screwed over when no offense to Michelle McCall. I think she's a great wrestler, but in terms of like who I saw winning the Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. it wasn't going to be her. So for me, I just felt like, okay, well, um, it was going to happen at some point. <laughs> Yeah, well, number so, twenty. I mean, <laughs> to be fair, there was a few, there was a few little, few little slaps whilst we were sat next to each other when that happened. <laughs> <laughs> but aside from that, I was just gleaming the fact that I've actually got one over on my sister for once. <laughs> number twenty-one. I can't. There's nothing I can add. I was just gonna go like, oh my god, but it's just gonna look at the turmoil you caused. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Number 21. We're lucky she's letting me have that. <laughs> it's gone very quiet. <laughs> anyway, number 21, Alicia Fox. And I know, no, I'm Doris Happy. I know, that Baldy. Uh, anyway, I was actually in the crowd when she won the Divas title in London. Weirdly Ooh. enough, out of all the people to see win the championship. <laughs> you witnessed history, Joe. I witnessed history. I saw yes, this win. Uh, number 22, Nikki Ash, who attacked Ripley from behind, and we thought we were going to get a bonus point, but we didn't. Yeah. How pissed off were we there? Well, a tease. Number 23 was Summer. Don't call her a legend, Jimmy Smith. Ray. Uh, Natalia, the bounce of the match, threw Summer out. Nikki Bella at 24, <laughs> with Twin Magic. Fox was evicted from Team Bella and the ring by Nikki and Brad. At number 25, Sarah Logan. I mean, bless her heart. She must love this. And the Riot Squad back together. And we see Liv tears in her eyes. And this is going to be a wonderful moment. And just like that, the Bellas don't want it. <laughs> they dump out Lord Logan and Morgan. This is horrible. Jack, see, this is... Why were the Bellas so, such assholes? <laughs> um, I'm not going to lie, James. I looked at Gina and we both just agreed that we would have done exactly the same thing. <gasps> no! <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I mean, this ain't, I'm sorry, but this ain't no time for reunions. Uh, don't get me wrong. As a fan, I was like, oh my God! Like, I was fine going, like, seeing a potential reunion. But, but the, the, no, it's not about twin bias, but I think we just both had the same idea in mind. as like, well, I don't want you two teaming up. We're the only t- team in here. So, bye. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, like I said, Seth, Seth's pettiness is my spirit animal. And I would have just been petty. And seeing her friend coming down, she hasn't shared a ring with her in God knows how long. I'm going to get her out, sorry. <laughs> I'm petty. She's gone. Well, 37 minutes for Liv Morgan in the Rumble, even though she didn't win. At number 26 for Lita. And what a response. And, and what a theme as well for Lita. I forget. What a, what a tune that is, as the kids say. And Lita of <laughs> impact for some reason as well. Uh, with giving Mickey James a twist of fate and eliminating her. I did enjoy the Charlotte Lita having a nice exchange. And then 27, stand back. It is mighty Molly. And Nikki Ash is not having that. And then for some I reason, it. I fucking love this. Yeah, Monty, this, why did I enjoy it so much? Just because they're both This superheroes. was my favourite <laughs> part of the whole uh, women's uh, Royal Rumble. <laughs> it was uh, it was high up there, and I love it even more now that I know that Molly's supposed to have a hand in producing some of this match. So she probably came up with this idea to come out as Mighty Molly and let Nikki Ash like put you know because she's a great veteran. She would love to put Nikki over even more, and I think this really can help. The stuff like that can help this new delusion hero, you know, because like she almost a superhero. We know Mighty Holly, you know, was 
Body Molly was a superhero. You know what I mean? So like, I love the just the dynamic of that, and like I probably I didn't even really think about it. Like when the rumor, you know, they they mentioned all these names, and you thought all all the people was coming back. It's really made perfect sense, and I'm just mad that I didn't think about it going into it. So, but I like how it played out because Corey Graves immediately disrespected her uh, or whoever it was. Like, here's a real superhero. I was like, okay, Nikki got him. Don't <laughs> Nikki can't let them just say that. That's just too disrespectful. Shahina, <laughs> why was this your favorite moment in the Rumble? I just again, I thought the level of pettiness is just amazing here. I'm like, learning Nikki's something. Pettiness. I'm learning. <laughs> There's a there's a common denominator in all of this for me, right? Yeah, you might so word of the mean, day. The pattiness. I could hear Nikki's screams the minute Mighty Molly was coming down that ramp, and I was all here for it. I was like, "Get it, Nikki!" So it was just so funny because that would be my pattiness level. <laughs> well, up next, I love it. Number 28, holy smoking balls. The rumours were actually true. It was Ronda fucking Rousey and all bets are off. And what a (laughs) pop. Rousey on a rampage with Nikki gone. Bree sent her sister packing. Payback's a bitch for that. Jackson, what do you think of that? Of course, you talk about, (laughs) you know, twin magic and, you know, being together. Would you do that? What do you know what? You should should ask Gina that because Gina's a... G, I mean, I'm in terms of age range, I would be Nikki and G would be Brie. So Gina, would you do that? A hundred percent, yes. <laughs> do you know what? I would actually expect it to be honest because I would have been Nikki and I would have chucked her out and said, "I want Oscar one on one. I'm winning this." I mean, she never, she never lets me have anything. She's always got to have something first because she's yeah. the eldest. Yeah. So if I was, if we were in that position, I love you, sis. But no, it's my yeah, time to shine. You know, I need, I I need one there. spotlight. I need one spotlight. Okay, just let me just take this moment. <laughs> yeah, but like you wouldn't have been able to take that moment if I didn't actually do it to you first. So you're welcome. <laughs> I still would have found a way. I would have found a way. Okay. They were talking before the podcast started, uh, but unfortunately, (laughs) (laughs) by the end of it, uh, 29 was Shotzi, Rondolin got rid of Brie, Basler got the last entrant at 30, and Rousey see her best bud. And Natalia, you mentioned earlier, Monty, proved us all wrong to go 36 (laughs) minutes before Rondolin got rid of her and Shotzi. How the fuck did that happen? How did... I have no clue. Stroke. Uh, she's friends with Ronda, so she had to be in that. That, that I like, had to be in the ring with her. I guess I don't know. Yeah, we all misjudged that. She, she didn't give. Two, she didn't give two shits. Like the minute she saw Ronda, she went for. Her. I was like, Natalia, why are you going for it? A, the strongest one in there, and secondly, the one that you trained. Like, and then she came back and got eliminated again. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the record she broke. She got eliminated twice in the same match. That was so funny. They she made another done. world record. <laughs> they're turning her into like just a comedian, aren't they? Really? Honestly, I don't know right? what their problem was. Uh, oh, she's she... like the, the female version of of Sami Zayn. No, <laughs> Sami's in a better position than both. At least. Yeah, yeah. She's the new doll. Well, Char- <laughs> Charlotte was the party pooper kicking out Lita and then Rhea Ridley. And the final four women in the match were Rousey, Flair, Baszler, and Belair. The Queen took out the EST of WWE. 
fuck it, and Baszler as well. And it all came <laughs> to her and Rousey. And after Rousey just nonchalantly chucked Charlotte right, so over easy. her head, you Charlotte eliminated so herself. You know, I'm starting to think they're helping each other out here because of the way <laughs> she got eliminated. Look very theatrical there. <laughs> so, uh, but Ronda Rousey wins the 2022 Women's Royal Rumble matchup. Uh, so yeah. I'll, overall, Jaxie, I'll go to you. What were your overall mm. thoughts of the Rumble match? Uh, I can say that this has been my favourite female Rumble match. Um, I think that there were some quite high moments that were just funny high, um, to watch and just some nostalgia moments that I just really enjoyed. I'm hoping that there's like um, going to be a, a few, like one or two feuds that have will will kind of created from this. So yeah, we'll see what, what it has to come. It's not my favourite female Royal Rumble. Um, and where was Oscar? Because I was <laughs> that she just didn't turn up at all. I seriously was. Well, I say someone else is very quiet because <laughs> Bailey didn't show up either, and I just want to know if that upset yeah. anybody else. She was watching it at home like this. She tweeted it out. <laughs> watching it just like this. I loved that picture. It's Charlotte's face pulls. Oh my god, it was great. <laughs> Um, Monty, yeah. what, what do you think of the women's match? I mean, it had moments. I, I think that's what the Raw Rumble was mostly about. It had, uh, in, uh, and I think it just had a lot of great moments, like little pinpoints, like point, like throughout little things that you can just pick up and enjoy. You know, uh, you know, I, I, I must say that Ronda coming out and just winning the Raw Rumble, I don't necessarily think it necessarily. I don't think it had to be done, especially if they're if they're going where I think they're going with it. But I I'm, it, I didn't mind it. I thought it was executed, you know, rather well. If you if you think about the end result, and uh, you know, of course, Charlotte being in the end, I guess I shouldn't be surprised that she ended up being in the final final two. And you know, I was hoping that they wouldn't do that, but I, I shouldn't be surprised, right? And uh, with Ronda Rousey coming out as the victim, once you find, like I said, I mentioned this in the pre-show, once you find out that she will be in there. It's like, how can you bet against that? Yeah, it's like, man. they've never booked her any other way but going over, except like one time. And that was the last time she was seen uh, in WWE. So, uh, yeah, I, I thought it was good, though. It had a lot of great moments during the match. So I didn't I didn't have a problem with the, uh, the Royal Rumble, actually, as a whole, other than, like, of course, that feeling of, like, damn, I uh, kind of wanted Bianca or someone new to win. But I, I, Ronda never won this before, so it works. Yeah, no, it was like I said, it was a nice surprise, wasn't it? I mean, Gina, what were your overall thoughts on the match? I mean, I get, Monty, I totally get what you're saying, right? But I think what bothers me is that each time Ronda's been brought in, she's just here, have a title opportunity, just handed, you know? Whereas, I even said the same when Charlotte Flair came back and she just instantly just got given the title again. I was like, why can't you just bring people back not necessarily for a title storyline just bring them back for a normal storyline and then integrate them into the title storyline again i get it they would have gotten the biggest pop with ronda coming out at royal rumble but again she she overshadowed asuka's win at the last at at the first royal rumble because she wanted to come out and make her statement i don't know i feel really really disappointed for all the other females out there who actually did put in a lot of work and effort to build up storylines for this Royal Rumble, 
because Rhonda just comes in and she kind of just gets handed a golden nugget to sit on. I think with, with Rhonda, though, it is, like we said, the star power that is there. My problem is, is that the rumours are so difficult. The amount of rumble predictions that, uh, a bit like Monty, you know, with you and, of course, Jaxie, where you, your pick's not actually in it. And even going back to 2018 yeah. with Ronda Rousey, and thinking she's going to be in this Rumble match. Here's my pick. And she didn't show up after. I weren't going to try and be fooled this year. And they fucking did it. And that's what annoys me most, yeah. I think. That's, yeah. that's the thing. Like, Definitely. Well, because she was the one that one return I didn't think was going to happen yeah. out of all of them. Yeah. You know, it is annoying. Um, Banks obviously yeah, should have been in there. Lee wasn't in the Royal Yeah. There was a few. I mean, Going Banks, back to this. Alexa Bliss wasn't in there either. There was a few yeah. kind of missing And not a lot of NXT talent this year. We've seen that nope. the past few I'm years. expecting to see Dakota Kai, and I didn't even get a chance to see her. Yeah, right. Well, we see Banks should have been there longer. Melina and Logan shouldn't even bothered. Uh, we could have done more with Mickey. Uh, Vega did well. Uh, out of five. So, uh, Monty, we're going to score that Royal Rumble match out of five. Uh, I guess I'll give it a four. Uh, like, like I said, it was enjoyable. And it, it was a. I, I like Royal Rumble matches as it is, so maybe it's the format. But I, I thought it was like I said, some well executed moments. Even though, like I said, it has a lot. Uh, it has a lot that could have went better. Or like I said, people who like you said, Sasha. There's no way Sasha. I know she was number one, but man, it's, it's hard for me to see Sasha not being involved in, towards the end there. And uh, like just overall, the message that it sends of them just kind of falling back in their comfort zone. I think this is what another symbol of it, and we'll get more into that later. But yeah, I gave it four out of five overall because I still thought it was an enjoyable Raw Rumble match, even if I don't necessarily agree with everything that they decide to do. Yeah, without doubt. Uh, Gina, what are you going to score it? I'm going to give it a four out of five as well. I definitely preferred the, the female Royal Rumble to the male Royal Rumble. I still enjoyed quite a few spots. I did enjoy. Um, Melina coming back just because Melina was one of my favorites when I was younger as well. I absolutely loved her. She just oozed sexy, and that's what I wanted to be. So it was really nice to get some some callbacks to some of the people coming out. And yeah, the Nikki Ash segment with Mighty Molly really made my day. So I'll definitely give it a four out of five. Four out of five. Yeah, I, think I, that's, that's I think that's the best I can give it. Yeah. No, no, no. I was about to say that's an excellent point, though. Like the the surprise is in this match, even with like uh, Cameron before Naomi, kind of mm-hmm. made sense, and Molly, Mighty Molly involved with Nikki Ash, uh, and of course even Ivory's little bit, like I said, was a classic moment. So they all yeah. kind of it it worked yeah. together, you yeah. know. Um, so there's no doubt. I'm going to give it a uh, Jaxie. So what are you going to score it? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go across the board and agree with everyone with the four out of five. And I think like a lot of my decision to give it like a four also leans in the fact of the the amount of effort that each woman put into like their outfits. Um, you could tell there were like either callbacks or references and stuff. It was just um really enjoyable to see them all come out. It just yeah I I wish I could have said I enjoyed the ending with the last four. Um, but I was I was quite disappointed with that. Yeah, well, also, I'm going to give it a four and a quarter because I think the surprises made it worthwhile. Uh, and even, like I said, with Rousey coming back, that was a, still a big surprise and the crowd did react the way WWE hoped for as well. So, uh, overall, I think it was quite poll-wise. Um, 
Well, we asked them because we were our picks. Of course, Oscar, Bianca Belair, Bailey, Sasha Banks. Banks got 40% of the vote here. Uh, Bailey with 30%, Oscar 16 and um, Bianca Belair. Of course, I'm last, 14%. Uh, but uh, official madman said Bailey 100% deserves the win after carrying the women's division on her back through the pandemic. But Halle doubt it'll actually happen. Well, thanks for that. Uh, Nick 35 put Sasha. Uh, Antonio Mergus went Sasha Banks. Uh, and also rated Fig said Liv or Alexa. So Rousey was really kind of uh, all over the place with that pick. Uh, we did have Josh, though, say Ronda Rousey to get the victory. So at least we had someone there. Uh, hey, well done, Josh. And Oh, actually, no, I'm lying to you. We had quite a few. Uh, we had Sports PS4 Gamer. Okay, well done to everybody tag. then. Ronda Rousey or Sasha Banks. You can't have two, so we're not going to give them that. And then Kevin at KS Sports said Ronda Rousey will return and win as well. So um, there we go. Quite interesting there. Uh, predictions for that. We all struck out again. We we are not having a good Royal <laughs> Rumble. All on zero. Uh, but the mini games is where it's important. So first up, we had number one in the Rumble. So Monty, do you remember who you picked as number one? No, I'm talking about. Uh, listen, who who was it? No, no, he hit me. No, I'm looking at Rumble. We can't remember. Don't Bianca. I think I said Bianca. I think I said Bianca. <laughs> this is gonna be an even longer show if we try this, I suppose. Well, number one, Gina. Who would you pick? Is this for the men's? Women's. Oh, for the women's. I, I honestly cannot remember which right, female I do. It's easier. <laughs> this is going to be a lot easier. It's going to be a lot easier. We're yeah. Mini games. Number one, uh, Banks. I went Banks, so that is one point for me. Number 30 was Baszler, which is no points. The final four was Rousey, Flair, Baz and Belair. So that means I get two points. Monty gets a point. Jaxi, two points. And Gina, two points as well. That must have been Baz and Belair for this. Um, yeah. The Santino, what are the quickest elimination? Mighty Molly um, <laughs> for 20 seconds. Cameron, 51 seconds. There's no points anyway. With yeah, that. we had Aaliyah and Natty, yeah. which obviously shot to shit. <laughs> Iron Man, uh, Bianca Belair. Monty, you said Bianca Belair would be our match. You get a point there for uh, Yeah, Shana and us. Most eliminations, uh, Ronda Rousey with four, so no points for anybody. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, I put number, Lucky numbers, <laughs> 7, 10, 20, and 30. The winner is 28, so no points. But who eliminates who? We get one point for Monty, Gina, and Jaxie for Naomi eliminating DeVille. We get no points for the surprises either. So after nope. all that mini games, at this moment... I am on three points. Monty, you're on three points. Jaxi, you're on three points. Gina, you guessed it. You're on three points. So it's three points all <laughs> for the first round of minigame. <laughs> <sighs> it makes you... Better than I thought, actually. Eh? But if, do, do we do better, better than, than, than I thought? Yeah, better than I thought, because... After watching the show, I felt like I was way off on everything. <laughs> I, mean, I think I agreed with you on your on your tweet about it, Monty. I think I was saying like I'm I'm having a real losing streak right now. So I'm actually <laughs> I'm even tying with you. 
Right. Yeah. Hey, you're time with me as well. We're time. You're time with everybody. I'm not just with you. I'm with you all. <laughs> just because he won the first one doesn't mean. I mean, don't get wrong. We know what's happened with predictions here for the the normal ones, but we're going to move on. And it's Becky Lynch versus Dewdrop for the War Women's Championship next. And we see the two women lock up and Dewdrop easily push Lynch to the match off for power. Big time Bex grew frustrated as the challenge appeared to have an answer for everything she tried. The champion avoided a corner splash, but Scott was able to keep the upper hand and hit a sent on that centre to the floor. Dewdrop tried to hit a cannonball against the steps, but Lynch moved and she hit the steel. The powerhouse caught the man coming off the middle rope, but she was able to transition into a sleeper hold. Dewdrop kicked out of a missile drop kick, started to get angry as Lynch began to break her. They went back and forth for the next few minutes, trading big moves in an attempt to finish the other off. And after Dewdrop came close a few times, Lynch produce a manhandle slam from the middle rope for the win. So, Monty, what do you think of that? Yeah, I thought it was solid. I, I, I also thought maybe they both had, like, another gear they could have went, but I, I I thought it was well worked. I didn't I didn't think they did anything wrong. They definitely was working hard. It, like, the fans were kind of down. It's kind of hard. They put them in a, a bad spot, honestly, if you think about uh, being right after that Royal Rumble. I, I don't understand why... Edge and uh, Belt match went so late, but we can get we can talk about that again when we get to that match. But uh, this this match, uh, like I said, I thought they they kind of did them a disservice where they were placed because the crowd wasn't as into it as they could have been. But they worked hard, and I lo- I liked the finish. I really like how it was you know uh, you know how she performed, got up there, and actually gave her a nice manhandle slam from the top rope. You know, I, I, I thought it was creative finish, but again, solid. I thought they probably could have did a little bit better. So I ended up giving it like three and a half in my mind, but I, I enjoyed it. I didn't think it was anything wrong with it either. Jack, see so anything to add to that? I mean, I agree with all of that to be said. Uh, I, I, I do think that they should have probably switched the matches, um, having Edge and Beth Phoenix, like maybe during this spot and then having like Dewdrop and Becky just after that. So that we had like a bit of an, more of an even balance. Um, I, again, I felt like the match was good, but it, it, again, I, I don't know if it's because of like, I don't feel like there was much of a storyline build up before this. It, uh, there just wasn't an, enough for me to like invest fully into the match without, uh, you know, giving any discredit to Dewdrop or Becky. Gina, anything else? No, I think the guy said everything about it. It was a good, okay, decent match. Yeah. Yeah, fun. I mean, they were given the worst position, weren't they? The crowd was flat and Dewdrop took that big bump on the stairs, which didn't get the reaction maybe it should. Um, but yeah. I was wondering what was going on during this match because the, the fans seemed yeah. to ever maybe, so maybe Dewdrop should have shouted my hole when she did that. <laughs> then maybe she would have gone. <laughs> Oh well, with anybody wondering what the crowd were looking at and taking pictures of, the sign, the WrestleMania sign, yeah. did in fact catch fire after <laughs> Ronda won. If fire. if you're thinking, give us a sign if Ronda Rumble's the right thing to do, <laughs> and then all of a sudden <laughs> you have to evacuate. Give us the a area. sign of what's it's to come. Ronda's also, Ronda's fault. <laughs> it's all Ronda's fault. But they just no, that was a sign of what was coming. Yeah, they just continued. <laughs> regardless anyway and they didn't really really seem to matter apart from the match and the only other thing that really annoys me about Becky is she's got no subtlety whatsoever when it comes to the mannerisms and the the face and stuff like this it is so 
uh, annoying when she does the same shit. And it's like, ah, oh, come on. A great looking finish, though. Yeah, good match. So, Monty, you gave it three and a half out of five. Jackson, we're going to score out of five. Uh, I'm going to give it a three and a half. I just, I just, like I said, I wasn't really fully invested in the story. So for me, it just like kind of didn't really do anything for me. Um, and that's no offense to both ladies in the ring. It just was there. And Gina, we're going to score. Yeah, I have to agree with my sister here. I'm going to give it a three. I just, I kind of zoned out a little bit during this match. And again, nothing to do with the quality that the two wrestlers were giving us in the ring. I just zoned out. No, I didn't enjoy it with uh, Lynch Dujo. I'm going to get three and three quarters out of five. But the position of it was awful. Uh, Poll-wise, Arsu wins. Big time Bex got 81.6% of the vote. That Uh, played a factor too. I think too, and yeah. why people weren't invested. No one believes Dewdrop had a chance to win. Right, Again, no. I don't know if it's like you know because there was like not much of a storyline there, or or because of the fact that we all know uh, we've kind of brought up the same similar s- subject before, and how WWE like only book certain women in a certain way, so it doesn't give us any hope for any of the challengers. So it yes. had a lot of factors, I think, involved in it that probably ended up creating that lag um or like maybe like not as much of an attention span was given to it because of those reasons those factors involved well uh rye bread treated uh saying i like nivins but we all due respect there's not a timeline in existence well i can see her beating becky with a name <laughs> Dewdrop being the right yeah. move and damn you're right yeah uh predictions we all went lynch so we're all off the mark everybody yeah cool. Whoop-de-doo. <laughs> Whoop-de-doo, Basil. <laughs> yes, we're all one. We're all at this one. I think we should leave it there now. I think now we've all got a point. Let's not look at the rest of the night prediction-wise. <laughs> Let's just, just leave it. And What do you mean, no? Anyway, attendance, 44,390. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, paid. Sure. Yeah, right, yeah. Um, so I was like, are you sure? Because you just had to evacuate a shit ton of people. Because of <laughs> it'd be brilliant if he was going, it is 44, 43, 41, 39,000. Also, <laughs> in this day and age, bragging about attendance. <laughs> we're, we're like, all right, people got a real reason, a, a good reason to not come to all of your shows right now, and you're gonna keep bragging about the numbers. I'm just saying, like, goddamn. <laughs> exactly. 44,000 people. There's 25,000 wearing masks. Half have got COVID. Good luck, everybody. Have a good night. You know, like, um, come on, man. <laughs> yeah. I do like the pacing of a rumble, though, because all the matches kind of, like, they come to you quickly, and you think, oh, here we go. It's all about big-time match. Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley for the yeah. WWE Championship. And after the, like I said, the video and the entrances, I was ready for this. Uh, I think Bobby Lashley looked ready as well. I mean, he looked like he was going <laughs> to pop to start. Uh, we see a basic lock-up to start. And I think most of us get the WrestleMania 20 flashbacks, uh, which yeah. is not a good sign. It's <laughs> <laughs> always a panic, but it was yeah. fine uh, because Lesnar hit a German suplex. And Lashley, of course, Wanted to show no signs of weakness, got right back to his feet and no sold it. He returned the favour of his own German suplex that the Beast actually was quite surprised and looked like he respected it a little bit. 
but he grabbed him and hit two German surplexes in a row before releasing his graphs. The almighty went in with a kick to the and loading with hard right hands. He avoided the F5 and hit a spear out of nowhere. He lined up and hit a second spear that sent the beast out of the ring and Lashley went for another spear at ringside and ended up crashing through the barricade with Lester avoided fool him once at day one. Shame on you. Fooled him twice here. Uh, and then we see, as I like to call, a standard Brock Lesnar match. More German yep. suplex. Uh, William <laughs> Marty keep getting backed up. Backed up. Did I mean, uh, Jaxie, the landings Bobby was taking on these suplexes. <laughs> did anybody else think, has he, have you ever taken a German suplex before? Like, one of them he landed sideways. Oh, honestly, it, uh, right. First of all, can I quickly just say, right at the very beginning, when he did like the first super and or a second suplex, and Bobby got straight back up, I was so lit. I was actually stood on my feet, pacing around because I was like, "Oh my god, this can get lit!" I'm so excited. I can't. I can't even sit down. I was so excited for this, and then you just seen them like just continuously coming, and I was like, <laughs> "No normal human being would be able to handle still going." And then Bobby Lashley taking one after the other, after the other. I was like praying for this man. Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> it was just like... But, James, who, but not that many people is going to German him in a match, though. That's another thing. Like, yeah. Who, like, who when, else when... can you think about has even tried to German suplex Bobby Lashley? Yeah. yeah so true, but like, he's usually the one throwing people around, man. Even when you saw Bobby Lashley reverse it and then he suplexed Brock. Oh, my gosh. That got that got me so lit yeah. as well. I was like, Bobby can take it. Bobby can dish it out. Like Brock, literally, you saw the beginnings of his smile just to fade and actually realize, shit, I need to actually like think about this and and, and actually be serious about this. You know, he went from being funny to serious real quick. All right, uh, well, we see again Lashley getting hit by a suplex. Lesnar going for the F five and retained his title. That's a point to me there. So uh, that's quite good. We'll move on to the, the next match. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. No, he went for the F5. My network glitched out at that point, weirdly enough. Real um, bump. We see, oh, no. we see Lashley with the hurt lock. Um, and then as he went, Lesnar went back, crushing the ref. And mm-hmm. uh, commentators, he looks like he's out. No, wait for the next <laughs> bit. Wait to yeah. And how many times recently has Brock hit a ref? Five, like, shouldn't you know? They're always in the way. The direction no. of it, you know what's coming at this point. He does it every match. I wonder what movie's gonna hit? <laughs> it's like being, it's like being hit with a German suplex. I didn't think you were gonna do that. I really didn't think you were gonna throw him behind. Yeah. <laughs> like, what a shock! <laughs> anyway, we're... as the referee was down this time out due to the errant legs of Lashley, <laughs> Roman Reigns came out. I mean. I was just like, fuck this. Fuck <laughs> this art. <laughs> this, this is not, this never happens. All this kind of bullshit of like, oh, this story's going to happen. And I thought, no fucking way. And all of a sudden, Heyman handed Reigns the WWE title belt. He could hit the beast of it. And then as Heyman left with Reigns, Lashley made a cover. One, two, three. Your new WWE champion, the Brock Lesnar Slayer is Bobby <laughs> Lashley. Um, unbelievable stuff. Uh, we'll go to Jaxie. What did you think of this match? First of all, if anyone um, managed to get a GIF 
of Roman Reigns' face when it closed up on him whilst he did, you know, his old yeah. reference and can send it to me on social media. Please DM me at uh, Jaxi Scarlett on Twitter because that was a real <laughs> sexy moment. So I just need to give my thanks to the Tribal Chief for that close-up because that was beautiful. Yeah, um, thank you. <laughs> um, apart from that, uh, I saw this coming. I think I called it. I think I actually think I called it in our live show that Roman was going to get. Oh, I, <laughs> I actually think I actually think I did. Um, so I knew this was coming, so I wasn't even shocked uh, by this. I was just very happy with the outcome. Um, this is what I wanted from the beginning. Um, Bobby Lashley just booked in the right way, getting the title back, and now I hope he's on for like a lengthy run. Um, you know, like to really showcase what he can do and it's and showcase that it's not just Brock that can be so dominant, you know? Um, MVP is such a great uh, support for Bobby Lashley as well. I just think that things can only get better for him. Um, and I would, I, I really wouldn't mind like a, a big long feud with someone and Bobby, um, like Biggie. Um, if Biggie and Bobby went to WrestleMania, I'd be very happy with that. So, yeah. One, one of the things I got, I got excited at that point after obviously the devastating loss um, was the fact of if Bobby is a champion, who is going to challenge him? And I thought Drew McIntyre to to come back to that story uh, from last year as well would make perfect sense. So Ooh, I was a little bit excited. Yeah, definitely. But also, can we just talk about the fact that like Paul Heyman is such a like he's such a snake it's like you you just go to where you think the, the team the current uh, team is winning in it he'll just affect and just keep on playing yo-yo i mean it's paul Heyman's such a snake slytherin don't even want him oh snap <laughs> that... <laughs> that, would, that would have blown the roof off at hogwarts i tell you that really <laughs> <laughs> no, he is so creepy and just yeah, he plays his role so well. I love it. I love so, to hate him. What did you think of the match, Jeannie? Would you enjoy the two big men going at it, so to speak? A hundred percent. I would definitely <laughs> enjoy it. But I also think that they've hyped this is what the one thing they've done well is hyped the story and, and got the storytelling so captivating that everybody just was itching for this match. And I, I definitely think that the guys can pull it off. So it's it's just a case of giving, actually letting the wrestlers go ahead with the story and, and bring it to life. But they just chop storylines as and when they want sometimes. And that's why people tend to get a bit bored or lose interest. So for me, I, I definitely enjoyed this match. It's something I am looking forward to seeing again and again because they've proved to us that they can actually make that work. Yeah, I was saying it was actual storytelling. I think that's what threw me. I don't know about you, Monty, but I think seeing actual storytelling in WWE now, you go, "What the <laughs> fuck is this? What, what are you doing?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, they like I said, some when they uh, they rarely they rarely do it right, or they do it inconsistently. But yeah, this is a, this is a nice bow on top of, or at least a nice add on like it's adding more fuel to the fire of what's going on wrong like we knew they were going to go back to brock and roman it's just how would it how are they going to get there i wasn't sure uh but the the match oh man this is just typical wwe man this is like this is what this mcmahon right here is all about like two dudes that's like brock it look like brock Lesnar, it look like bobby lashley in the middle of the ring you know having a slugfest over the world over the world title 
You know what I mean? And then like the dramatics, like come on, like that book, a ref bump. That's that's just very WWE. If you really want to talk about, like it's textbook at this point, almost like so. Like it was shocking, I guess, but not really that because I was like I said, Brock Lesnar really was overlooking Bobby Lashley to the point to where he kind of got what was coming to him. He's like also the way he uh won, he let a lot of stuff slide. We mentioned that Paul Heyman kind of was shaky earlier than Brock Lesnar kind of ignored it. Even when he, any, even in winning his loyalty back, did he really ever win Paul Heyman's loyalty back? Right now, Paul Heyman just looks like a championship whore, and I, 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 I can appreciate it. But uh, yeah, I, just, I, I, I thought yeah, this I know, was you were right. Really fun, okay, man. I know you were right. Stop going on about it. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, man. It just made too much sense, and like now they had so many possibilities. I agree. They kind of, and we'll get more when we get to the Royal Rumble match. You'll see what I mean. But they played with me too because I was like, yes, they give us options now with Bobby Big E. I could be happy with that, or I could be happy if they do that with Drew. And Drew got options now. You don't have to go with Roman. Roman can do something with Brock, and Drew can chase down Bobby like for revenge. I was on the same boat as you, James. But uh, yeah, I, I thought this was enjoyable. Like I think in the end, I, I thought I, I think it's like four. I gave this four and a half. Like just like. I gave uh, Roman himself, even though it wasn't the same, it had that feeling of, like I said, what you love from WWE. Yeah, I think we're out of doubt. Jackson, we're going to score out of five. Uh, I'm going to give it a four and a half. Yeah, cool. Gina? <laughs> I, I mean, I said all my piece, so I don't really feel no, like no, I no. I'm not. No, not at all. I'm not. I mean... Can I say five? You can say what you want. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would. I, I don't want to lie and saying that some of my points are more due to my thirstiness for it. But yeah, I'll go with the five. That's fine. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a four because a basic Brock. Uh, matchup. And Roman Reigns looked really banged up actually when he came back out. Um, so yeah. obviously, yeah, he was getting a bit of a shiner or something. So it looks yeah. like Seth really worked him over. Uh, poll wise for that, uh, Brock Lesnar <laughs> got it, guys. Sixty four percent Brock Lesnar. Um, <laughs> this, this is one of my favourite. Uh, Mercy Buzzard said, "I picked Lesnar. Think you meant who wins the Rumble? Lashley beats Lesnar. Lesnar wins Rumble." I put soil to the confusion, but I can't count that because that's not the rumble poll. Poor. Anyway, prediction wise, uh, fuck it. I'm the only cunt that went Brock, so I deserve to lose. That that's on me. That is. You didn't trust us, James. No, you didn't trust got us. Come with you. us, one of us. Yeah, three people. Us. You got three people telling you, James. Three people. Story of my life, mate. Uh, so two, 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 one. There for the scores. The next match is the Miz and Maurice versus Edge and Beth Phoenix. Uh, again, yeah. the placement for this being being stuck. I actually forgot about this so match. late. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. When, when... Oh yeah. And why was it after the WWE Championship match? Like I don't get that. Uh, uh, WWE <laughs> Championship is supposed to be one of your most, or it, it, it's supposed to be the prize. I thought so. I, I don't. I didn't understand the placement. Yeah. I mean, like, I would have swapped it with Becky and Dewdrop, to be honest, because of it. it just made sense. At least it was for the women's title. Yeah. Yeah, well, that seems weird. And now you look back on it, you think they only did that because of who won the men's rumble as well with the kind of weird placing yeah. uh, that we yeah. had. 
And mm-hmm. we see Maurice and Beth Phoenix starting for their teams. Maurice tried to run away from Phoenix and the Miz helped her escape. Uh, Edge and the Miz tagged in. The A-list was able to tag Edge from behind with some help from Maurice. Upper hand. The rated R superstar popped up and hit a DDT out of nowhere to give himself a chance to tag the Glamazon in. And she came in hot and hit several strikes. The Miz broke. So Phoenix got in his face. Uh, she planted him in the corner and beat him down. I knew Miz was going to get beaten up by Beth. And I've got a problem with it in the world. And reset Phoenix with a purse brick but couldn't keep it down. She knocked the glamours on in the camel clutch for Edge and the Miz came back in. Reese took out Phoenix at ringside and while the Miz was ref distracted, Reese hit uh, Edge with a hurricane runner. Miz then hit the skull crushing finale and even though this should have been a really close count, at no point did I think the Miz is getting a win because the Miz beats no one. Uh, Phoenix and Edge struck Miz with the spear at the same time for the glam slams to both opponents for the win. Um, so, Jaxie, what do you think of this match? I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I forgot about it until they came out. But I actually thought it was enjoyable. Um, it had me kind of laughing in certain places. It had me, like, you know, screaming, get her, Beth, you know, at times and stuff. So I, I can't say that I didn't enjoy it. Um, I thought it was real feel good. I, what I loved the most about this match was actually just seeing the joy on Edge's face. Like he really enjoyed teaming with Beth Phoenix, and you could just really see that. Um, and there's a certain joy that comes uh, from that, especially as a you know, if you are a wrestling fan and you know of his history and how long it took him to get back. This is clearly what he wanted to do. So it it was a, a good placement for that feel good factor. Yeah, I think without a doubt. This this was fun and the colour coordination was great. Mm. If if you're a mm. fan of that, you know, this is really, really good. Uh but I don't think like we said, Monty, you mentioned it as well with the women's title match. Edge and Beth were always gonna win this one, weren't they? Yeah, I mean exactly. We already knew that. And again, that that could take away from um, a match. I, I thought it was still fun and entertaining. And I figured that I, I again I wasn't even expect, expecting a wrestling clinic or anything like that. That's why again the placement of it right here, you know, uh, confused me. But like you said, we found out later why that made why it made a little bit more sense. But it was it was it did give you a nice, like I said, very nice moments. I love the tandem offense. Like every time Edge and Beth works together, double spear, double, uh, you know. Uh, glam slam I, I i absolutely enjoy it and i took you know i really thought this was fun so i didn't have a problem with it it don't it doesn't take away from the show but i do agree that there's no way no one thought Miz and maurice had a shot and so you only can get so excited when the match is already pre like already just you know where it's going in your mind you know yeah, i think without doubt uh gina what were your thoughts and what you score this out of five i mean a four out of five i think is fair no, no. That's, the, the thing is, is with giving the scores out of five, it's, I sometimes I get accused of being too too nice, but I think Jackson and Monty are a bit harsh sometimes as well. So it's like I said, yeah. when it comes to scores, <laughs> it's when you enjoyed it. There's some matches I've scored five that if you look at Meltzer or something, I like, given a two. But like I said, it's all about personal. Yeah, I mean, the, no right yeah, the match did its purpose on what it was trying to do. So for me, it was enjoyable. Yeah. It was fine. I, I had a good time, and I like, you know, the fact that Beth came across as a goddess. So oh yeah, Beth Beth is so fucking cool. Like even sometimes yeah. with the tag team, I think 
you know, it's Beth Phoenix and Edge as opposed to, you know, Edge and Beth Phoenix. And right. I really enjoyed it as well. It's the only problem is, like I said, with you knew who's going to win it. So I'm going to give it three and three quarters uh, out of five. Jackson, are we going to score out of five? Yeah, um, I, I again, I did say I really um, did end up enjoying this match. Um, so I did give it a three and three quarters. Um, I think it was good for what it was. Uh, I, I don't actually have an issue with it. I know that I could be a bit of a, a, a harsh rater sometimes, but you got to go with your gut feeling. No, it's not, <laughs> again, harsh or whatever, just whatever you're comfortable with. And, you know, uh, Monty, what are you going to score it? Five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I feel like I a have five or one now. That's, yeah. This is a six. Now I'm playing. Uh, uh, no, I, I gave it a three and a half. Like, it, I, I, again, I thought it was solid. It was fun. It didn't do it. Again, no one did anything wrong. Great moments. The only thing, again, I was expecting all of it, and, and they did it to a T. You, something to be said to that. Like, you can expect a good thing or, or an enjoyable uh, segment. And you get an enjoyable segment, that that's good. They got the job done. I don't think there's anything wrong with a three and a half. No, about it. Uh, we asked who wins on the polls. Obviously, this poll uh, was the. I was trying to think the opposite of club. I uh, couldn't think of it at uh, <laughs> that moment in time. Furthest away poll 88% for Edge and Beth Phoenix. Uh, massive victory in UA and Nick <laughs> both went Edge and Beth as well. Uh, we all went grit couple, so at the moment it's free, 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 two with the men's Royal Rumble coming up. So even the Drew oh, McIntyre Biggie was to win, it could either put me on level pegging, give Monty Come an outright on. victory, or let Jackson yeah. and Gina win. That's where we were as we started the men's Rumble. Unfortunately, oh, we had the God. matchup. But at this point, the level of excitement was all there for us, I think it would be fair to say. Uh, number one, AJ Styles and a bonus point yeah. for me and incredibly mm-hmm. yes I guess number one on the women's and the men's Royal Rumble but I don't like to go on about what an expert I am well, you know. I would say yeah. because AJ was my number 30 pick in it yeah which is 29 <laughs> different <laughs> it's rigged I mean, who did you call just hey, that's just what I gave me. James, James did everything to make sure the odds weren't in my favour that is, I, I, can, I, I, I said Finn Balor, so I'm just going to be quiet. <laughs> Same, Monty. Man was in another country. Uh, well, Shoot, we should have looked that up. Number, number two was Nakamura. So just like New Japan then with Nakamura and AJ. So, Monty, did you feel that like you were watching a Wrestle Kingdom at the Tokyo Dome? Uh, no, I wasn't. I didn't I feel did that because they've done everything they can to ruin that image of Shinsuke Nakamura. <laughs> it, 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 like, they've tried their best. Like I, Anyway, uh, no, I, went, I thought more about that match at WrestleMania I had to sit yeah. through. And uh, unfortunately, it just, it, every time I see them together now, I just think, God damn it, why they just didn't let Shinsuke win it? But whatever. Uh, I know. Yeah, I like that's what I thought about. I thought about 34. Well, number three <laughs> was Austin Fury. And I don't know about you guys, but yeah. I, I don't know how many ancient themes I actually know. Now, when we first <laughs> started to pod, 
we didn't have any sound on, so that's fair. But recent, the amount of generic rock themes that came oh out during the women's match, and the crowd's reacting, I'm going, I don't have a fucking clue who it is. Like, switch They see the sign. Yeah, they see the screen, though. <laughs> yeah, they see the screen. Like, we're just straight dead on the ring, so we if we don't get to see no screens or anything come up. We're like, who the fuck's this? What is this song? <laughs> you go, who the fuck is that? Like, it could be anybody. Generic. <laughs> So, what's worse if it's like a uh, Lil Morgan song and it start off like it used to and then it switches and like, oh, they switched that too. <laughs> they, do that. they did it with Nakamura, they did it with Sami Zayn. There's a lot of thieves. They go, I'll tell you what, give it the opening 10 seconds. Switch it. <laughs> you know, that, that was clever. Like, like, Keith, like Keith Lee's song. Like they did yeah. Keith Lee's song. Oh my god. They just don't because then we'd have to go into the Shayna Baszler talk because of like what they did. <laughs> Don't even bring up Shayna's theme to me. I'm not I, over oh it God. yet. The definition of generic. Starting uh, up a Baron again. Corbin had one of the greatest theme songs ever, and they just threw it away. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's, it is so generic. It is unbelievable. Uh, again, and even people with good theme tunes sing the theme tune. They take it away, like Bobby yeah. Roode, who used to have a glorious one. The great, a uh, great theme. Song. Yeah. Yes, come on, man. And, and a fun fact, Bobby Roode beat Nakamura for the NXT title in 2017. Not that anybody will tell you. Uh, and then we get a TNA chant, uh, <laughs> and Bobby was eliminated before the next entrant. I suppose that serves him right. Yeah. Uh, number five, Ridge in his first Royal Rumble, and then Nakamura eliminated by AJ Styles. What the mm. on here? Oh, my God. It was the, had to twist the knife. They had to twist the knife. <laughs> Taxi, yeah. what are your thoughts? Sorry, what does that you... mean that you asked? I didn't hear who you asked then. Anybody. Just someone speak. Just... <laughs> <laughs> what did it mean? Like a getting eliminated. Anybody, please. I don't think... I honestly was gutted that he just went that soon. I was expecting him possibly to be a, the Iron Man as well of the match, so... And it had yeah. to be AJ, right? It just had yes. to be AJ. Of course it did. Of course it did. That's even more bigger. Again, petty. Petty. Yeah. They didn't Definitely. even wait for Sami Zayn. How obvious <laughs> would that have been? Right. That... It don't make no... It, I'm, it, I'm sorry, James. Like, that's how I felt. I was just like, yep. They just love to disappoint me. Dude, like do. I said, sign for things to come. Sign of things to Everything come. Everything good <laughs> done. From the start of the show to this point, they were trying to just rip it. It, it was you know, it was like someone's going through your childhood bedroom, just throwing everything out. That's what it felt like. Uh, Montez Ford at number six. Number seven, Monty's lucky number calls Damian Priest. Not a bad pick there. <laughs> no, um, no. Sami Zayn at number eight, of course, Johnny will be out soon. At number nine, here's Johnny. That was fucking soon, wasn't it, boys? And- <laughs> like, it's meant to be a random draw. <laughs> I love how everybody just jumped on like, Screw you, Johnny. There is nothing <laughs> random about it. You know that he asked all those wrestlers, though, no, come at me. I want all of you coming at me. You know he asked for it. Like straight finishers, too, I think. Like everyone was just trying to kill Johnny. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad Preston is still alive from Jackass because I was worried about yeah. him recently. Of course, Wee Man and I guess basement came out as well uh but like you talk about johnny he was twatted by aj splashed by ford and then by zane and as zane was celebrating aj dumped him out as well so we we were so close with the 
uh, Knoxville eliminated Zane. If we'd have switched that up, guys, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. then again, then again, WWE doesn't know. So how can we? Uh, they don't number... care. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> uh, away through the number, and it was Angelo Dawkins, Jackie's uh, Jackie's lucky number, of course. Uh, Eleven mm-hmm. was Omos, and mm-hmm. he cleared out the street. I worried for Ricochet when he came out 12, but it looks like I must kind of <laughs> forgot him. Uh, Gable at 13. I must took Priest out. Uh, this was quite a fun little bit. Gable getting everybody together to, right, let's take out Omos and then sacrificing Damien Priest. I mean, Sacrifice Monty, them, You weren't happy about this, were you? <laughs> no, I was pissed. <laughs> I was pissed. I, I told you, I was like, this is a sign of things. Like, he just kept getting yeah, It made him look worse. weak, and he's meant to be a champion. He looked yeah, stupid, too, look because me. he just kept running at him like, you need to listen to Chad Gable. Why are you listening to anyone? This is every man for himself. You don't run up there by yourself. Like, God. But it was smart. I like Chad Gable's plan, but, man, I was like, see, it just so happened. I told you number seven was going to screw me, James. Like, it didn't matter where, you, as long as you put him right there at seven, it's like, they even made a good wrestler look stupid. Yeah. Number ten, came, number 10 came in and he was out by number 12. Look, form a line. Form a line, all right? This is what's happening with that thing. I've oh, it's going to get worse. It just gets progressively worse the longer the match went, James. <laughs> number 14 was Dominic Mysterio. And then AJ, with the help of the rest of the ring, dumped out Omos. So, again, yeah. uh, I think we put Omos eliminated AJ. It was the other way round. Happy Corbin at 15, and he sent Ricochet flying. Is something not right with that? It's just something not right. Um, (laughs) Ziggler, this is a brilliant fact. Ziggler at 16 entered his 15th Rumble. Mm -mm -mm. In 15 Rumbles, he's had 12 eliminations. Yeah, when they started. Wow. I was like, he should not get Kane. He should not catch Kane with that despicably low number. <laughs> he would need 140 to get to Kane's way. <laughs> sad. Oh, my God. Oh, oh man. Also, has he ever been, like, in the final two? Has, has Dolph ever? So, oh, my goodness. So, he's Zing, just there. Zing, the statistic <laughs> is that he's been in the most rumbles, and then nothing happens. There. They never, ever... <laughs> And he, as he eliminated me, he goes, I want to survive series match once. Um, anyway, we yeah. get Dom, <laughs> who got eliminated by Corbin. I argued that, you know, this was through the means of Vicky Guerrero, so it's not really much to actually boast about, is it? <laughs> Deep guts. Poor Dolph. What did Dolph do? Dolph, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dom. <laughs> it was Alberto Del Rio's errant kick that gave him the concussion. I'm still pissed off about that as well. Um, Man, if you look know. a certain way, do not get injured. Like, ask Finn oh, Balor, yeah. ask Dolph. <laughs> Do not ask, get injured, man. You're never coming back. Don't ask Ken Kennedy because you will not like what you get back. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so sure. Good point. Good point. Certain wrestlers. Certain wrestlers. Uh, Austin Theory, 22 minutes under his belt, uh, kicked out by yeah. AJ. I did the as AJ came up before Theory, so my Iron Man was in trouble. Uh, number 17 was Sheamus. Ten years uh, won the Royal Rumble in the same city. They did mention it, but not a lot yeah. happened afterwards. AJ throwing Ridge out at the feet of Sheamus. Wait, 
<laughs> this right here I called this I called this in the live match I called this that, but I thought it was going to be Seamus already in the ring and Richard was only just coming into the ring and then immediately eliminated but I said it was going to be right in front of Seamus by the way AJ Styles at this point had more eliminations than Omar <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought we're, we're not. It's not working here. It's not working. Number eighteen was boogs, and I was wondering, are they booing or booging? I don't know. Yeah. No, um, I think we're booging. Yeah, booging. Yeah. <laughs> I think he lasted longer than Shinsuke, who was the champion. Look, Ugh. look. All right, can I just say? If Boogs and Nakamura together, there's no doubt you look at that team and go, Boogs going to be the star. All right? I don't care what anybody says. Yes, so what Nakamura? Well, it's like, what's the... Do you know what? Like, I think think it should have been, like, like, I really enjoyed Sammy and Nakamura and Shinsuke together. I think they made an awesome team. Like, Rick Boogs will probably go off by himself at some point. We can't have anything, like Jackson. We can't have anything. Oh, we can't. We can't. <laughs> yeah, but the, with Rick Boogs, once he gets released, then he'll have to be like the Boogie Man or or something oh, like or Boog Three Zero at uh, Three O's. You know, like Boogs. Oh my God, WWE! If you're listening to this, please don't do that. What, release him. <laughs> no, that's, that's the problem if they release <laughs> Look at how long we spend it on Boogs. He might yeah. be a star. Do you know what? He's my favorite wrestler. <laughs> I'm gonna let's have a superstar profile about what about Gunther? <laughs> anyway, move on to another. Uh, I say we move on. Mad Cat at 19. If we think oh. Boogs and then you back up Moss and you go, and that's the future. That's the future WrestleMania main event. That is. <laughs> yeah. Boogs and Mad Cat Moss. Oh my god, money. That, I just uh, say, I'm just not a fan of the suspenders. Why are you wearing like suspenders and <laughs> shorts? Were fine. You didn't question the shorts. <laughs> like, well, no, all of it. Like, it, he he literally looks like a clown. What about the like, name? Like, <laughs> look like a lumberjack. <laughs> like I a mean, camp I'm lumberjack. Like, I expect that when it comes to their names. But seriously, what was he wearing? <laughs> he literally looked like a a jackass. Camp lumberjack. Yeah, like literally, <laughs> like that's. He was chopping trees and thought, I've got, I've got a rumble match. <laughs> no, that's perfect. That is the perfect description of what you look like. That's great. That's it. Anyway, he incredibly, the camp lumberjack eliminated AJ Styles. Who, what oh. is going on? Mm. <laughs> oh, my oh God. man. Twist yeah. the knife. <laughs> they hate us, James. <laughs> they oh, want us to stop watching so bad. They really hated us at this point, didn't they? They just kick him and kick him. Um, yeah, uh, just under 30 minutes for AJ Styles. Uh, number 20 was Gina's lucky number, Riddle Bro. Uh, Boogs is sent packing by the happy couple. And at 21... <clears throat> so, uh, it's Magadha! Uh, I lost my shit. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I said, it's going to happen. Mine and Monty's pick. At this point, 21... <laughs> Great number. The fuck is done? Yes. Bobby Lashley, Mania rematch. I'm in. I am in. He dumped out Corbin and Boogs. And then I started yep. panicking again because he was destroying them. I thought referee go, hey, no, go back, go back. But oh, yeah. I, I realised during this, referees don't really care. 
they just watch the action beating up yeah. and then kind of deal with it afterwards, which is fair enough. Uh, number 22, Kevin Owens. And probably my favourite bit in the Rumble was Owens was coming out and Drew met him on the ramp and they went for it. If two guys yeah. was like, I'm in. Yeah, that was that was quite a hype moment. Uh, number 23, Rey Mysterio. Uh, number 24, Kofi Kingston. This was a damn oh. shame. Oh, I told you. Another sign. This was another sign. He oh, never messes up. <laughs> it was such a slap in the face. Like I, I can't even tell you how gutted I felt. It was a sick I mean, that thing. probably was going to be the best part of the Royal Rumble for the men's, and but, it got ruined. Yeah, I know, because did, you did mention it as well on a live show, and so you're saying this is something that happens. And, and do you think it's because of us that this happened? Because maybe... <laughs> in the, no, 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 seriously, in old days, if Kofi had done that, we could have gone, oh, no, his feet didn't touch. But there's people on Twitter and watching it and go, no, his feet did touch, actually, so he is eliminated. So at that point, they had to go, yeah. oh, fuck, we have to... Because at the second, they thought, oh, should I we totally do it? get you there. Yeah. Can, yeah. can we say he saved himself? And then the replay was just like, fuck it. Nah, um, too exactly. obvious. Right. Do you know what it is? It is like sort of like us being in this sort of generation because like um, even if you th- go back to like previous uh, older Royal Rumbles, it was all like kind of pre-recorded. So there was that aspect of them being able to edit things differently. Whereas you could, even if you were kind of like keeping the camera angle up, uh, uh, knowing that what he was going to be doing. There are plenty of people with phones out. So it was going to yeah. be inevitably found out by someone. And they're petty enough to like kind of like break kayfabe and just be like, no, and point it out rather than yeah. actually just be like, okay, clearly that wasn't meant mm-hmm. to happen. So we should just yeah. let it slide. You know what I mean? Like if I was in the crowd, I, I definitely would have, even though I would have seen it, I would have been arguing with the ref like, nah, he didn't, his feet didn't touch the ground. Nah, I would have been fighting to try and actually like keep him in because I know that it would have been part of some sort of like storyline in, in there. You know, maybe he get a team up with Biggie at some point. So, you know, things had, would clearly would have had to have shuffled around because of this. Uh, so yeah, it's a, it's a little bit wounding, not just as a fan, but for Kofi who had only just gotten in into the match. Yeah, that was a twenty-one seconds. He was the Santino of the Rumble, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and it, and it is a damn shame to see Otis at twenty-five. And at this point, I know I'm in my head. I'm going right. Orton and Big E are still to come. And I'm frantically trying to work out who's left and see if McIntyre's actually got a chance of winning it. Uh, so, number 26, Big E. Of course, Jaxie and Gina's pick. Now, Gina, you must have been happy that Big E came out 26. You're thinking, I'm fucking in here. Yeah, definitely. I, I totally... I did not see the twist coming at the end. So, for me, I had, like, no thought that that was going to happen. So, as soon as I saw Big E come out at 26, I was like, he's got this. He's got this. My choice is done. You know, I was so confident. I was so confident. It's it's, it's horrible, you know, because like Biggie comes out and you think, yeah, former W champion is going to be great. Uh, number 27, Bad Bunny. Now, it's not that much of a surprise with people on Twitter saw <laughs> picture him backstage, but 27. Like, more yeah. people want for that number than any. And you're going to bring Bad Bunny out now. 
a comedy spot or a spot like that is meant for early on the match or to in middle part of it to give it some time and feel fresh as mm-hmm. opposed to when it gets down to the nitty gritty. More on that with the final four in a minute. Uh, he's uh, bad bunny. I mean, sap- can I just say? I was really excited when Bad Bunny oh, came off, out. Off. I actually, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Do you know what? It's not even a case of, oh, I'm a fan of his music. To be honest, I didn't really listen to his music beforehand. <laughs> so I, I'm more excited to listen to him after he actually showed up on WWE. I knew who he was, but I just never really took no, interest. Not, but but I just think I should like have much earlier. Yeah. I, 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 like taking that spot, I think there was a lot of disappointment at like who was he that out earlier. I was still excited. I hadn't seen the backstage picture that he was there, so for me, it was it was a complete surprise, and yeah. so I was really happy to see him. I do agree. I think he could have come out earlier and given that later spot. No, but to you were happy else, to see him. That's yeah. That's I was, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and this yeah. is the thing: he was pictured with the Undertaker, and we didn't see him. So then again, like you said, sometimes it can be. But if you had taken me number 30, I would have lost my shit. There's no doubt about it. But... <laughs> <laughs> Bad Bunny sucking Seamus in and dodged eliminate him. Bunny and Mysterio chucked Ziggler out. And at one point, I thought Mysterio thought he was the one that teamed up with Bad Bunny at WrestleMania. It's a bit weird. Um, and 28, Shane O'Mac. Yes, the best in the world Ugh. making oh his God. return. Uh, who was happy about this? Was, it, was anybody pleased to see Shane? Vince. <laughs> I know I would. No, I don't. Uh, this is when I realized they scraped the bottom of the yeah. barrel of favors they could ask. Like, they didn't, they were, had no there one else. people they could have put there. Oh, yeah, it's people like Cesaro. I know definitely, and like yeah. I, I mentioned already, Finn Balor, but I'm just saying, that's just how you know they were just hoping for a cheap pop. Everybody gonna hear, here comes the money. Yay, happy. I, I Also, they're delusional. I think they think we like Shane a lot more than we actually do. I do appreciate he took some crazy bumps for my entertainment throughout his career. But other than that, I don't necessarily need Shane to be in this position. Like, you want to talk you're talking about Bad Bunny being in that position. Like, Bad Bunny did a destroyer, and I'm not saying he deserved that position. You were 100% right. Number 27 is, is literally notorious for being, like, real con- a contender spot. Like, you got to be a contender to win the Royal Rumble. No one believed Bad Bunny was going to win the Royal Rumble, no matter what. So, but, like, the same thing can be said for fucking Shane McMahon. Yeah, yeah. Who thinks Shane McMahon is going to win it? Well, Shane probably got more chance to win than Bad Bunny. But, like you said, if it was 7 and 10 for Bad Bunny. Oh, my God. Imagine that. Uh, I would lose my shit. Uh, I would Shane? Wrestling. I actually would. I'd actually stop watching, like... Ooh, Shane versus Bobby Lashley. <laughs> like, I, no, I'm sorry. Ain't no way I'd be wanting to watch any build-up for WrestleMania, knowing Shane McMahon was in the main event, I wouldn't watch it. I really wouldn't. Shane versus Roman. James, that was the, that moment of Shane coming out is the moment that you want to go back to Attitude Era wrestling, where fans were able to chuck their beer in the in the middle of the ring at Shane, and <laughs> everyone just chuck shit at him, like just get out of the no, ring. No, what you doing? Come out at twenty eight, like get Shane. On TV, just stay backstage and do your like executive bits. Yeah, like I just I. I they already told us a few years ago he the best in the world. Like no, on, like man. I was done with him after that. I don't need to see Shane McMahon on TV ever again. Like seriously, I'm so done with him. Like and and he could get the biggest pop in the world from everyone, but why? He don't do nothing but take other people's spots. Like yeah, I'm, I'm, his... I'm sorry, I should have been in that. 
Is that yes. Shane's? Uh, it's not, I don't oh, think no. it is. I don't think no, Shane no, is. No, it's not is, his fault. I don't think Shane is. Being it's, put it's a problem. This. It's an overall problem. Yeah, yeah it's not his I, fault. I, I was pleased to see him to think. You know, maybe Triple H hasn't fully recovered, and you know they're getting Shane in just in case. Now, you know, you never know about hostile takeover stuff like that. But I mean, Shane and Max, I think, done enough. But the problem is, it's the ill will towards him with all that run, uh, with like I said, the Kevin Owens and all the misstep there and everything they did when he was best yeah. in the world, as compared to Shane and Mac, who. You know, you go back before that with Coast to Coast in small doses is great. Even the match at Mania with right. Strowman was entertaining. I know people hate to say that, but that yeah, bumped the cage. Yeah. Number. I remember. Yeah. Number 28, no fucking way. Yeah, it is. I think I'm so bitter about the fact that it's just an absolute waste. And I do, the, when you when you actually asked, like, you know, is that Shane's fault? What, what, what I'm saying yes to is the fact that he didn't stand up and go, actually, no, let's give Cesaro this spot. Cesaro's not even in it. No, I, if, if someone gives that to me, I'm sorry. If someone goes, James, yeah, I don't expect do you want to be 28 in the Rumble? That. You've never wrestled before. I'm like, fucking damn right. I'm like, stick me in yeah. there. Like, that <laughs> buddy, eliminate me, shit. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I get you. I get you. I, I just look at this from a different point of view. Like we all know you, you're not really going to be in it. So why not give it to someone else that is actually working their butt off every day? Well, and, the you, thing and is, you do nothing with. Even if WWE Shane comes out and says, do you know what? Actually, I'm going to give my position to my uh, new guy Von Wagner, or, or even anybody like that to take the position <laughs> and then Shane, give him a rub. Mm-hmm. Like the whole point of having a face like Shane there is to help someone out, not by okay. eliminating fucking Kevin Owens. That is not going to help yeah. anybody. Right. Yeah. That pissed exactly. me so much. <laughs> my 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 mood you know like it just kept on it just continued like it really just continued to get worse and worse the like more that was happening it, it was honestly <sighs> it was a job still that's i'm still not over it booze meeting the eliminate uh, elimination of course otis sending ray on his way with a belly flop during shane's entrance i don't know if they missed a spot there didn't even see it yeah didn't even yeah. see it I, I, I was panicking Shane was going to take Drew out after he stood. How dare... Again, you guys have pissed me off. How dare right. Shane step up to Drew McIntyre and to think Drew, he's got that's what I'm saying. Look at who he's standing chance. up to. You know, it's like... Right. Um, and I said, if, if, like, if How Shane, delusional is that, does that look? That oh, looks delusional. If Shane it really did. Drew, like, Drew McIntyre could have really just embarrassed him. So, like, Shane is definitely lucky that, like... Drew didn't embarrass him. Drew to ripped his head off and shit down his neck. That's what he should have done. Uh, number 29, <laughs> Randy Orton, hometown hero. Mm-hmm. Great pop. What a pop. It, it matches like this and the crowd reaction that you realise Randy Orton is still a star. There's no doubt yeah. about that. Uh, I just hope Brock is not number 30. And then RK Pro sent Biggie packing. Um, yeah, he, he immediately got wanted me to boo. I, I immediately booed him. I was be, immediately unhappy to see Randy because <laughs> yeah. they just threw him out yeah, like he was nothing. Jackson, you yeah. the least for your choices, weren't they? So they dashed him. They dashed him out like he was ricochet. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was so like done so quickly as well. Like I didn't even have time to react. Like I was so pissed. Yeah, it was. It's I, I, honestly. I mean, it's it's shocking. He deserved better than that. He did. 
That that riddle RKO thing though was nice off Otis's so, back. Yeah, that was actually a sick moment that actually. Nice. <laughs> Unfortunately, it was Drew. But yeah, it was Drew. Really I was nice. fucking well pissed off. I was like, "You knobhead, <laughs> double R. K- <laughs> you do it on Drew. <laughs> Leave me alone." Uh, but Biggie, I will I will say is you know the, the problem with especially with WWE title reigns and, and building stars, it's just because you give them a W title and then don't book them accordingly. It's not that wrestler's... You know, Jinder Mahal may be slightly different, but they're looking at, G- at Big E like Jinder and saying, you were the champion, you're nowhere near that now, you're either a tag wrestler with Kofi, or you're doing other stuff. And look at the treatment. He should have been Final Four, and he shouldn't be taken out by uh, yeah. a face tag team. It made no sense. And that's a new day yeah. in a feud with the RK Bro. Exactly. So just show you how out of the plans he must be. Like they have, like like they really have not, nothing thought out for him in the future because they didn't even want to tease anything. It was just random. Like, ah, well, time to get out. So go, uh, get, let's riddle, let's get him out of here after our RKO, and, yeah, and you know, was, treat him like he's nothing. It was like a, a really sort of quiet elimination as well. But like there was no real pop from the fact that it, he was just eliminated just like that. Yeah, he had no like, fight. He got RKO. Sure. It was just nothing. Hmm. It was shit. Uh, this was the next victim. And then number 30, my lucky number, but bollocks. Fucking yep. bollocks. As soon as that yep. fucking... And, I, and we all knew what was going on. We knew what was going on. 19 years since he won the Rumble, uh, Lesnar took out Orton to booze, obviously, hometown hero. F5, Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny, you crazy motherfucker. He's uh, an idiot. <laughs> He's an idiot. <laughs> He tried to shuffle yeah. I mean, in front of him. Whose spot did he take? No, but the first question is: is whose spot did he take? Every, it doesn't matter. You pick, take a pick. Anyone you didn't no, see. Had, Beer, he won, had he won uh, Corey Graves match earlier? Earlier, <laughs> Corey. like who would have been thirty? Yeah, Corey that's Graves an excellent point. Why didn't they show someone being up backstage? They don't even bother with that anymore, do they? No, like I would have wanted to see someone coming out and then them just get round. Yeah, Apollo like, Crews. Like, yeah. What was Apollo Crews? You could have even had fucking R Truth again and come out at 30 and then Brock just wreck him. Isn't it? Yeah, poor R Truth. No, we don't need it to be R Truth. Protect R Truth. R Truth already got embarrassed by getting eliminated by Nia Jax. We don't need to actually have Brock do that to him as well. Like that. That's a bit harsh. Incredibly, yeah. they could have did that to Shane. It would have been nice if they did it to Shane. <laughs> yeah, that would have been so satisfying. Yeah, that would have been so satisfying. I said, incredibly, the final four of the men's royal. Listen Rumble to this, twenty twenty two. Can I just interrupt for a brief moment? If we could just give a three second silence to poor Veer. Oh. was sadly unable <laughs> to get to the Royal Rumble. I was so I'm disappointed. So <laughs> I'm still so broken. <laughs> and that was your favourite pick, wasn't it, James? To have Veer that turn up. Veer. Veer and that was my favourite. I wonder if Veer get paid. Honestly. <laughs> where is he coming from? I wonder from? if he still gets paid. Question. Like, that would be nice. Like, <laughs> if I, you don't have, you can just tell people you're coming to work and never show up. 
Maybe. Like, oh man, <laughs> it's like that text exchange. I'm on my way. No, you said that six months ago. No, no, seriously, I'm just around the corner. Like, I'll be there in a minute. I'm almost there. I'm almost there. No, no, no just gotta put shoes on. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Um, God, imagine if like the number thirty spot actually had Veer's music hit. Veer comes out and then just got broke up by Brock. See, I would love that. That, that would make my day. That would have made the voice <laughs> Yeah, I could actually have forgiven like the finish if that happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So yeah. anyway, incredibly, we are in the year 2022, and the final men's Royal Rumble was Shane McMahon, Matt Shane Riddle, McMahon. Shane McMahon, Matt Riddle, Ugh. Drew McIntyre, and Brock. Lesnar. Now, if you predicted that, <laughs> then do the lottery because you're going to fucking win. There's no doubt about that. Um, it was the final four until Bro was literally thrown out by Lesnar. Then Shane suffered, <laughs> and the final two was Drew and Brock. Fucking shit. I thought maybe we might be like 2019 again, but it ain't going to happen. Oh. Brock, Lesnar. Like, I got none of the last four. Like, not one. I don't think anyone. <laughs> I don't think anybody did. I think I put McIntyre. That was the only point. I like, got Drew. Yeah, yeah Drew was it because he would be picking Edge, his old winner. He wasn't even in there. It's, it's a mixed tag that he misses the fucking rumble. Like seriously, <laughs> right? he, he's kind of been like been there, done that. So I wouldn't need to go in there again. Yeah. Somebody I else could have replaced Shane. But yeah, Somebody exactly, else. exactly. I, yeah. Oh. And the Miz, Ugh. even the Miz coming out and just doing, you know, there was a lot, there was no reason for it. Uh, I just didn't understand. Brock Lesnar wins the 2022 Royal Rumble. Um, and it sounds like we all really enjoyed it. So uh, I'll start. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sure. start. See, Monty, what were your overall thoughts on it? Oh, man, this is just a classic like this is we're gonna this exposes WWE's biggest problem in my opinion. They have no trust in the future. Uh, uh, everything coming out of this finish just shows how last second and how erratic everything is at WWE in WWE at this time. This is one of your big four pay per views, and uh, they just send they repeatedly send the message to you that we're gonna keep doing what we have to do. I mean, think we're gonna keep doing the same thing. Like, uh, like think about how long Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar has possibly possibly been teased or has been the main event going into a WrestleMania. Now they've been they've literally been feuding off and on for eight years almost at least. In some way, shape, or form. And that's just show you how repetitive it is they've been. You know, going back to the uh to the you know, I don't mind Becky Lynch and because it is some unfinished business that with, uh, with Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey. But that is still another, you know, shot of them not trusting the future like it seemed like when we had Drew McIntyre win the Royal Rumble, when we had Bianca Belair win the Royal Rumble, it seemed like we had a future, uh, you know, a nice future, a nice, you know, something to build towards going forward in WWE, and they seem like they're just reverting right back to life before 2019 or life during 2019, and, you know, good luck to them, but I, I really, really thought this match just failed in a lot of ways, you know, it, the surprise factor, I figured it wouldn't be that many exciting Surprises because, like I said, who outside the WWE bubble even wants to work with WWE like that right now? 
So, like, uh, so I, I figured if they wouldn't have the surprises like the women's match had, but they didn't even have any of the moments. Everything felt random. Like, all the storylines we thought coming into it, a lot of them just got dropped. You know, Brock Lesnar winning this and obviously seeming like he's going to go go for Roman Reigns. That, that literally made me feel like, okay, then what do I, why do I care about Seth Rollins? Like, I want Seth Rollins to, to get revenge on Roman right now. I'm not worried about Brock anymore. With Roman, but we're going back there. I should have known they were going to go back there because they, they want to do that for day one. So overall, I was just disappointed in this match in a lot of ways. Like the and then Brock Lesnar being the winner just made just capped off the disappointment. If you know what I mean. What was your four out of five? Uh, I uh, see. Uh, it's, it's, it was, it's a three. I'm giving it a three. It was a it's a rumble match. It had things that you could take away from it and enjoy, but it was just like. Other than it being a rumble match and the general enjoying a, a rumble format, I don't think this match had this match had much to offer, especially when you think about the direction WWE is going, like the message it sends that we're gonna stick to Brock Lesnar and uh no matter what, you know, and I whatever, it is what it is. Like, yeah, I don't I didn't really like this match too much, but yeah, I'm gonna give it three. Uh, out of five. G- Gina, what were your thoughts and what are you gonna score it? Gonna give it a three as well. I feel like the the ladies Royal Rumble should have been the last one. Just ended it with Goddamn Ronda's return. Yeah, it would have went better. Actually, yeah, it probably would have. I think I was so annoyed by that point because I was annoyed by the Ronda win, just because I feel like she overshadowed all the all the other ladies who done their spots to earn you know that time and space. So I was already slightly annoyed about that. So for this this type of ending to happen for the men's, I'm not surprised, but I'm just, yeah, I'm I'm a bit annoyed. Like I said, if they'd swapped it around, maybe I would have enjoyed it a little bit more. But because they didn't, I'm giving it a three. Well, that's fair enough. And uh, Jaxie? Yeah, um, I mean, I don't have much more to add than what um, both Monty and Gina have already kind of stated, really. Um, I think it was, uh, just to add on what from what Montel said, uh, it was a little bit disappointing in terms of, there, like I said, from the females, uh, Royal Rumble, there was uh, one or two storylines that, you know, were sort of um, indicated to and, and kind of continued on in. There was kind of none of that for kind of any of the sort of upcoming stars that they were at one point sort of like, you know, hyping up. So it just kind of felt overall lackluster to me. Um, definitely wasn't like in my top favorites of men's Royal Rumbles. Um, and nah. I think like, the ending just kind of like made it very bittersweet. So I'm going to be quite bitter with this and give it a 2.5. Ouch. Uh, like I said, but then again, look at the Rumbles. Uh, 2.5. You know, the 2016 Rumble wasn't great, especially with Triple H. Uh, there's been a yeah. few good ones recent years, but the Rumble, you know, it seems now like a good Rumble is kind of surprise rather than the kind of thing. It seems to be a good Rumble every couple of, you know, three or four years now, as opposed yeah. to. And it's even with the comp. I mean, it's the thing, isn't it? Like, 2018, 2018 WrestleMania, Ronda Rousey uh, making her debut, you know, Brock and Reigns. In the main event, like I said, Monty, nothing mm-hmm. has really changed since that nope. moment. You know, and when you think, it, and who won it that year? You know, who won the Rumble? It was Oscar and Nakamura? Oscar Nakamura. Won at Mania. Are you telling me? Yeah. Is anybody gonna tell me Rousey 
Lesnar aren't going to win at WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. I think we don't. I think we think both of them will win. I don't think. I don't see Becky walking out, and I don't see Roman walking out. So, if yeah, they're going I, in the Roman direction, but I'm pretty sure it is because I don't think he wants. But I think they're going differently with Bobby. But yeah, I agree with you. Like, yeah, like you, you, it's going to be a complete contract. You know what I'm saying? A complete contract. It's just awful. And then men's match, said it's. It just didn't have people. There was no way you thought Otis was going to win. This is street football. Get a job done. Bad Bunny, Chad no. Gable, Shane McMahon weren't. Obviously, Drew McIntyre. Yeah. The way they treated Big E, they didn't want you to think Big E could win. You know? like it, it was, it's it, Right. And I was like, at least have him in the final three with Brock. Like, at least have, make him feel like he's on that level. You know, like, why do you immediately disrespect him and downplay him like this? And I also just kind of want to even add in the fact that, you know, throughout, uh, you know, the consistent rules and smackdowns that were airing beforehand, a lot of the sort of other tag teams like Angel Garza and Umberto, the Viking Raiders, they, they expressed that they were going to be in it. So if they weren't in it, why are you having like the Street Profits or like Rey Mysterio and his brother, like give it up yeah. to like some of the actual single superstars that we actually think might have a chance? Like it's, it's baffling as to where WWE's mind was at when they were just kind of thinking about this this match card list. And yeah, good. Like Monty said, good luck to them. Well, I gave it three and a half. But if the original, I mean, the thing is, is this back in the day with I say back in the day because I'm an old man, obviously with WSW, you know, WWF used to laugh at them. By saying, look at you guys, you're rewriting the script every day. You don't know what's going on in the night show. You don't know what's going on in your pay-per-views. You have no control. There's no right. plan. And like you hear the rumors right. of the, the rewrites of the Rumble matches. The talent not been happening. Apparently, the rumor coming out uh, was Matt Riddle was scheduled to win the football. Supposed where, to win it. Where was that? So, again, another new guy. I don't even – I don't I won't like that ending because I don't think he's ready for it. But, again, he's still another guy. That could have been elevated for this fight, even though I thought it would have been ill time. But I, I just saying, you know, still like another young guy have has to wait now, you know. Yeah. And even if I think we spoke about it with surprises, if some Braun Braun Strowman had been like the Shaman man position, you could have gone, oh, he's come right. back, maybe he can win it. Just setting up, like you said, the final four. But yeah. it just seems like the, the women's match was was so put together, put together really well. Men's was just kind of like, I oh, will stick Brock at the end and that'll be it. We're not watching it for an hour just to fucking one person. We want the enjoyment, the surprise. The crowd's meant to cheer and chant right. along with people. It's not meant to just be. Especially like, hey. when we've already had our Brock fix. So it's not like, oh, we haven't seen yeah. him yet. Yeah, excellent, yeah. We've also, already had our Brock fix. Also, can we not actually deny or, or act like uh, stupid enough to actually think that even if Brock had, didn't win it, Brock wouldn't be going to WrestleMania to face Roman after what Roman did anyway. Like Exactly. He, like, he easily he just goes to, and block himself into that uh, opponent seat, like a feud is building between them still. So he didn't need to win the Rumble. Nope. No. And, and this is the thing that's so annoying about WWE where they go back to the same people. And, and if you only watch wrestling between mania and wrestle uh, between rumble and mania you are only going to see becky lynch as women's champion charlotte mm-hmm. as a champion 
Brock Lesnar in the main event. Roman Reigns yeah. as the champion. Yeah. The only difference is Bobby Lashley. And I'll tell you yeah. what, I don't, I'm not going to put words in anybody's mouth, but we're worried they're going to fuck that up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Every other title is meaningless. It's just, yeah. you know, all these championships that used to be worth something are just, you know, Sami mm. Zayn and has been contended for how long? You know, like these tag team yeah. titles is shit. It's like unify the divisions, have Raw and SmackDown yeah. with one show, and you can maybe actually build a Raw Rumble. But as soon as you do this, it's just a fucking joke. And the women's division pissed all over the Rumble, pissed all over yeah. it, and even the talent involved. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, You're right. Ran over. They were in another league, man. They, their match, like you said, made leaps and bounds more serious. Like, I remember getting down to the final five in the women's division. Like, you can make a case that everyone in here, even with Ronda in the match, can win this match. Yeah. Well, look at, like you just said, look at the men's Royal Rumble. That's not the case once you get down to the final four. And then, besides that, you know, like we said, you have people like Kevin Owens, Finn Balor former Universal Champions who just tossed to the wayside, don't even feel like they're in the same stratosphere as yeah. Roman Reigns and, uh, you know, and Brock Lesnar and all that. And it's just like, that's because of their doing. Like, you know, it goes back further. Like I said, we can go back years and years and years, and now we're just going back into yeah. the same thing. The 2020s is starting like starting off just like the 2010s left off. You know what and, I mean? And, and they, they don't want to change at all. And also, another thing as well, is Brock Lesnar dropping a title to someone proves it means fuck all. Like, losing to Seth yeah. Rollins. Yes! Mania. It doesn't matter, because you'll just chuck him out at next Rumble, or, you know... Exactly. Like, like you were saying, Gina, yeah, like, you just come back and get a title match. It doesn't matter. can grab the briefcase of another Ali, Mustafa Ali again and just, like, Brock him up in the, in the process, halting his career, you know? It's just... It, it, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. And yeah. I just, I'm going to start listening to CM Punk soon and just be like, look, the only way they're going to learn if we stop buying the merchandise, we, we stop buying yeah. the, you know, the, the yeah. events and all this bullshit. Mm-hmm. And even when it's that with ratings. Like, when and, will the message Yeah, end? exactly. When is it going to say to him, like, what, what, what the fuck? And I don't think it's just Vincent Mann. It's the whole corporate structure of Oh, if Saint goes, we can't go for a plan. This is our plan for a year. Oh, ratings were down this week. Right, let's quick fix. Let's bring Brock back. Let's bring Lynch back. Rather than building stars and setting stones yeah. for the future. You just built up, um, you know, like a great WrestleMania match between two iconic black women. And then we just snuffed on that a few months later at SummerSlam when we had Becky Lynch return early uh, and then just take the title off her in six seconds. We just went fuck you to everyone that was like, you know, watching that emotional WrestleMania match, you know, history making match. But, what's even worse, Jaxie, is I'm, I'm saying to you at SummerSlam, oh, don't worry, this storyline play out. Yeah, because she lost twice to Becky Lynch again on pay per view and then got right. over the Royal Rumble. So you're going, and now she's facing Rousey. Oh, and if it's Charlotte and Rousey, fuck that. Fuck that, <laughs> you know? It, no, there's no that. way. There's no way they're doing that. There's I mean, no uh, can, are you actually expecting to go any other way than that? It really? got to be Becky, bro. It's got to be there's Becky. No way but, like I said, if, they, if Charlotte dares, if Charlotte, I love Charlotte, as, you know. Uh, but, you, oh, you, you think she's going to try to jump in and get another triple threat? Uh, you just don't know. Please, no, queen, because that's taking another opportunity from another woman again. Exactly. And also, like, I want to point out. 
Yeah, I also want to point out that I'm hearing that they don't even know what they want to do for WrestleMania. You think about, you talk about being old, James. You remember the Pat Patterson and Vince McMahon used to have everything planned almost a year ahead of time. Then you know, and exactly. like, I'm not expecting them to be that meticulous now. But how can you not? How can you be heading this close to Mania and not have an idea of where you want to go at a pay per view like the Royal Rumble that is literally reliant on WrestleMania? You see what I'm exactly. trying to say? So like, it, it, that just shows you where they are, man. I honestly think that the only way that there's going to be any form of saving this for me personally, so this is a personal uh, thing, is if somehow between now and, you know, uh, what is it, what's the next pay-per-view? Elimination Chamber. Elimination yeah. Chamber. Um, Saudi Arabia. Between now and then, Oscar returns, challenges Charlotte, and she gets that fucking WrestleMania moment, kicks Charlotte's ass, and takes the goddamn belt off of her. That is the only way that they can actually salvage this for me. Well, we went off a piece a little bit. That's not going to happen. No, but I got to go back to the uh, men's Rumble match because we went off a bit of time. We're still doing the poll, believe it or not. (laughs) Uh, We're asking people who wins. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Biggie, uh, Roman Reigns, Kofi Kingston were the kind of big winners. Um, the other one where we, we picks, and it was Biggie and Drew McIntyre. We added Brock, and Brock got sixty-two percent of the vote. But again, it's just awful. Um, but anyway, prediction-wise, two for Drew, two for Biggie, which means final <laughs> scores are zero for the men's rumble. But we end final scores. James on two. It's terrible. <laughs> and all three of you guys on free. So you all get a pay-per-view win and a point. So the Prediction League right go. now. There you go. Points all Prediction League for WWE pay-per-views is James with zero, Gina with one, <laughs> and fuck you, Jaxie and Monty on two. Our next predictions are the election chamber. And wait a minute, I'm hearing something in my ear. Breaking news. Bobby Lashley will defend the WWE Championship inside yeah. Elimination Chamber. So that'll be interesting to see what happens there. And mini games, of course, Rumble mini games. Number one uh, choice, AJ Styles, that's a point to me. Number 30 was no points for anybody. Uh, final four was, like I say, Drew, Brock, Shane and Riddle cannot believe it we all got a point there uh with a choice i guess we all went drew for that one kofi was 21 seconds for santino iron man aj 20 no point most eliminations aj jackson you got a point for that nice yeah. right there you That's go great. most, most eliminations of yourselves lucky number 30 for me so that is a point for the winner um and who this shows how shit the rumble is. Who eliminates who in surprise is no points for us whatsoever. If they'd have done the rumble like right. we'd have booked yeah, it, that's it, how it was. Yeah. Is that... Yes. <laughs> exactly. And like that's why it makes they so much sense that they said story it was next a... time. Yeah. We've been saying <laughs> ages. Right. Saying ages. So the men It was so random, it makes sense, man. The it men's makes scores. Sense. The men's score rumble mini game scores are uh, Gina with one point, Monty with one point, Jaxie on two, and I scored three points there. So, games, mm-hmm. final score and bonus prediction league score, Monty on four, Gina on four, 
Jack C on five, and I am in a lead with six. So, yes, I may be losing the pay-per-view predictions, but I'm ahead of the bonus points one anyway. Um, so I can go to bed happy. It's about time. Uh, I mean, so, we're <laughs> <laughs> rating out of ten. A match of the night. So, uh, with matches of the night, Lashley and Lesnar for Jack C and Gina. Monty, is it the Reigns and Rollins match? Reigns Rollins. I thought this show yours, peaked. Yeah. I'm going rank. Yeah, Reigns Rollins. Man, I thought it peaked at the very beginning. <laughs> I re- I rewatched that match. It was so fun. So yeah, Reigns Rollins. Rain uh, I, I was going to say MVP of the night. We do. MV- I don't think anybody really deserved it. But Monty, who would you say is your Seth MVP? Rollins. Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins for me, man. Uh, his performance, like I said, the character work that was done here. I mean, he he took a spear, which we know puts everybody down. He was laughing. I mean, yeah. come on, man. Like that's just a whole nother level of good. And we already, you know, talked about how great the entrance was. I just thought Seth, man, put on a really, really good show. Uh, and he left an impression on me. Like, if I go back to this pay-per-view, I'm going back to watch Seth's performance with Roman over probably anything else that happened on this show. Jaxie, what about you for MVP of the night? Do you know what? I have to agree. I'm going to go with uh, Seth on this one. He really played the ultimate mind games with uh, with Roman. I think this match was awesome. I definitely want to go back and watch it again. Um, so, yeah, I think I'll go with Seth. Yeah, I think we peaked. And Gina, who's your MVP of the night? I'm going to be boring and copy the other two. Definitely Seth and Roman. Seth really killed it with the mind games. The whole Shield entrance just got everyone lit and ready for it. The whole pay-per-view itself. I just, yeah, I, I don't think that anybody else would choose differently either. I, I, I am. There is one MVP of the <laughs> night. And there is, <laughs> there is someone who everybody doubted everybody bet against and she put in nearly 35 minutes in the Royal Rumble matchup. My MVP of the night, Natalia. It's never happened before. It will never happen again. But she is my MVP It's about time night. she gets... Are you actually... It's about time she gets some type of acknowledgement. I disagree. Like, you're wrong. You're wrong, but it's about time she got acknowledged. Yeah. So, so. I mean, you're wrong. She... If she listens to us, she might actually boast about it on WWE that she has. <laughs> if she did, I'd mark out harder for her than I would Sam Gradwell. And I love you, Sam. I know you listen to the show, all right? Wow. No doubt. Right, Disrespect. Me. Well, I should say, Sam Gradwell, NXT UK superstar, apologised to me for not being in the Royal Rumble. So I'm hoping, <laughs> Mr. Gradwell, you will be in there. I'll keep an eye on you anyway. Um. Where were we? I went off in Sam. So we were doing final scores. That's it. What a mark. A yogurt. I know. Uh, so out of 10, we'll start with Gina. What are you going to score the rumble? As in the whole thing itself? The, unfortunately, the whole thing itself. <laughs> out of 10. Oh. And it doesn't matter. Oh. It can be crazy. Oh, I'll tell you what. I'll go no, Jack- I'm going to go safe. I'm going to go with seven. You're going to go seven? Yeah. Jackson, we're going to score it. Uh, I'm going to give it a six. Oh. Shit, mate. Do you know what it is? As much as I uh, enjoyed certain matches, 
I think overall those matches were ones that I read and like the overall sheer, sheer disappointment, like looking at it as a pay-per-view compared to the hype that, you know, kind of has, has originally sort of like grown with this pay-per-view um, premium thing. Live event. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Live, I told you we over. I told you we over. <laughs> kind of, yeah. We um, spent three like... and a half hours getting us excited <laughs> just to, yeah. to get let down in the next three and a half hours. Yeah, yeah, I stayed up till five a.m. and ended with Brock. So yeah, it gets us. Yeah. Well, that's an it. idea. If people are depressed about the Rumble, then turn the volume down and re-listen to the live show of our Rumble build when we're really excited. So by the time you come to the end of the show, you actually be happy. So that might. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> you never know. Um, so we've got a six and seven, Monty. What are you going to score it? Oh man! Off the strength of the Seth Rollins match, I want to give it like a seven and a half, like uh, by itself. Like yeah, because that's pretty much that by itself is like a ten. But the rest of the show, like I said, it kind of went down. Like I, you know, it went down on rating as we. As the show went, if you see what I'm trying to say, and I um, mean, you know, and you know, like I said, it was it's decent and has the moments that I can understand people, you know, liking. But again, the only thing I think about revisiting when I think about this type of or this special or you know whatever they call it, live event, uh, I'm thinking about like I said, Roman himself, the story that they weave. But like I said, even that kind of got sour when Brock wins the Royal Roman because now I don't know where self placed it, and you know that kind of bums me out. So yeah, I'm going with seven and a half. That's that's probably the highest I can get it. And I love Royal Rumbles. I'm a high rater on Royal Rumbles because I really like the format and how those shows really are, usually are. So this is really low for me in my opinion. All right, everybody, tell me I'm wrong. In three, two, one. I'm going to give this an eight <laughs> and go. a half. Eight and a half. Then everybody. Oh my goodness. No, no. no. <laughs> this is the best WWE going to year. We said this on. A, it's only going to get worse from now. It's only going to get worse. So make the most of a Royal Rumble. Two Rumbles is still enjoyable. The shit, but the women were great. We had lots of fun moments. Roman and Rollins Mm-mm. probably had the best opening match in Royal Rumble history as well. Yes, DQ finish aside. If you look at each match yeah. by itself, you know, even Lynch and Dudrop, the yeah, opposition and sign on fire, still wasn't a bad match. Actually, Lesnar, still a good yeah. match. Miz and Maurice, it's not their fault that the positioning of the card was fucked up. So if you look at each match by itself, the men's rumble, yes. But I still think this was worthwhile. And I think with the events that we're going to get for the rest of the year, we'll look back on happier times. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, 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 see, I see how you're looking at this through a depressed lens, which is cool. But at the same time, I think... The thing is about this, I can't break something that high that made me feel so bad by the end of it. Like, <laughs> like I can't rank it that high after getting reminded that the future will never come. Like, no one will ever be truly anointed as the future. Drew is going down. Like, Big E, like, think about that. Like, I'm happy Bobby Lashley won. But again... It's just like hard for me to actually view it that high, but I, I'll give you your point because it sounds like you're looking at it through, from a lens of, well, I mean, re- this wrestling's been shit for a while, and this is good for shit wrestling. <laughs> well, to be fair, like vote WrestleMania last year is the, the pay per view of the year, so like I said, this time yes. of year is where we're gonna we're gonna be the best WWE fully give they stop caring after SummerSlam. 
You know, yes, <laughs> we saw, we saw but that's sad, man. That's sad. I like Don't they have they, two, they have twelve specials, right? Come this on, man. Is why, this is why there's other wrestling <laughs> out there. Like I said, if you're not happy with WWE, you're that angry with it, turn it off and go watch New Japan Strong or Dynamite or Rampage or Impact or NXT UK. Don't watch NXT for oh, you just piss yourself off even more. But you know, there's so <laughs> many more. <laughs> Don't do it. I did it. It doesn't help. Uh, so anybody got any final thoughts or anything else before we finish up here on the podcast? Um, let's really. hope that Bear like turns up on Raw soon. Yeah. <laughs> things up a bit. Hashtag send Veer. That's what we need. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They may have we need Veer. Got Veer. Like that's, that's, <laughs> that's sad. That's, that's a perfect example of what's going on. That look, just think about what you just said. Don't we have beer and the AW got hooked. That's a perfect example of no, where they we, are. Can we actually get the hashtag going? Send beer. Hashtag. Oh, like, hashtag, hashtag in the episode when eventually the hashtag. Thank God beer. Grayson Waller didn't show up. Oh my God. I would have cut it off if Grayson Waller showed up, James. Okay, now. No, honestly. Like. <laughs> If Tony D'Angelo, I would have just left the room. I have left the room, left the house. You just see me walking down the middle of the road in the middle of the night, going, "Where's he going?" Oh, you know who that was Tony D'Angelo in the Rumble. Oh yeah. Um, but again, we've got to be positive sometimes. But that is it for now. And don't forget, we're across all social media: Twitter at the I'm at the WRJR. Monty, where can they find you? At mine, Monty Pod, M-O-N-T-Y is the Monty. I know I don't usually say that, but, you know, had someone ask me that, so I decided to actually spell it this Pricks, time. Pricks, didn't they? They are annoying. <laughs> they do it to me all the time. What's your part? What's your com. I go, shut up. <laughs> I love you I'm guys. not going to dis... <laughs> See, I can't disrespect the fans. We know we know each other. Me and my fans. We know... <laughs> That one guy. Yeah, one guy. He knows. Just that one guy. <laughs> one of the yeah. But yeah, check me out there. Again, we got a, a new podcast. I'm going to get more into what I feel like WWE's biggest problem is on the newest podcast. And we're going back into Peacemaker. So check us out at My Monty Pod. My Monty Podcast, wherever you find podcast. Ah, damn, I can't talk right now. Wherever you find podcast. Welcome to for two hours. That's, that's yeah, that's what happened. That's I think what I happened. Canadian but... earlier when I said a boot, but I just completely ignored it and just carried on. Um, Shaxi, where can people find you? Stop listening tonight by now. They've turned up. They go. Oh, he's finished the rumble with you. All right, yeah. But yeah. oh yeah, they cut it off at yeah, this yeah. point. They, they might not have done. Jackson, where, where can find I find us? you? Yeah, where can I find you? I mean, if they do want to find me, they can find me across Twitter and Instagram at Jaxi Scarlett. Perfect. And Gina? Uh, yeah, you can find me on Instagram at purplerain1089 and my Instagram is purplepain. Awesome. The Dublin Awesome on Facebook and Instagram. Of course, all the Google platforms. Send us an email, the WNR podcast at gmail.com. And YouTube, the Dublin podcast with all latest clips and podcasts at the same time on YouTube as they do SoundCloud on your phone. Also, Spotify knows you can download, subscribe, rate, and review there. So that is it. So our next episode... Well, maybe you can help me out. I was just thinking about this, um, especially with Jaxie and or Gina. Uh, if next week to do a bit of an AEW catch up. Oh, sounds good. Yeah. And then, yeah, Monty, yeah. you can have the week off, and the following week you can do NXT update with me. I'll put you through that again. 
Oh yeah, the misery that is two point We get the good stuff. I'm looking forward back. to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. look at well, look at what yeah. I have to deal with, ladies. Yeah, look at what are. I have to deal with. <laughs> you have fun with that. <laughs> yeah, y'all get AEW and I get two point Yeah, that just shows my value to the show. <laughs> I, I have not told Jaxie about the Saudi Arabia after yet. So you know, what I mean, I've still I've still got them oh. in the game. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> of course, the next time we'll be all together will be for AW Revolution um, with the live pre-show as well. Uh, but that is it basically for today. I hope everybody's enjoyed themselves. Monty, have you enjoyed yourself? Yeah, this was fun. This was actually funner than uh, the ending of the Raw Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> this is this has helped out a little bit. I mean, we have focused. Yes. You know, it's been sometimes you got to talk these things out. It's sort of like six hours talking about the Royal Rumble now between all four of us. Uh, but Jaxie, have you enjoyed it? Look at the dedication right there. I mean, I'm very pleased that we could all actually get together to kind of discuss everything that we discussed on Saturday. So that, for that, I'm thankful. Um, you can only hope it could get better, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll it's see. a bit different, isn't it, Jaxie? When I'm not having to go at Monty and Gina because they're actually here. You know, it's a bit, it's a bit, a bit weird. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Nice change. Yeah. Anyway, Gina, uh, did, you, did you enjoy yourself? I did. I had a lot of fun. Thank you for having me on the show again. Well, it's always a pleasure and never a chore to have like it's called Team WNR. Or as it was, Monty, Jaxie, and Gina. It's been fantastic with a live show and our <clears> Royal <throat> Rumble review. And like I said, we'll be back with AEW next week. But that is it. Thanks for this, everybody. Uh, I'm not going to say I hope you enjoyed the Royal Rumble, but at least Dubbin I was there to get you through it. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Adios. Bye.